What's up, Stokers? Before we begin this podcast, I want to let you know that we got new tour dates coming out at ChatandJT.com. We're going to be in Hawaii, Nashville, New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, all these good spots. Check out the ticket links at ChatandJT.com to see if we're coming to a city near you. Show. Throw on Jimmy World and watch Aaron Cream. Oh, wait, I wrote it differently. Throw on Jimmy World and look out for Aaron's load. What's up, Stokers? <laughs> just in case you were confused. Yeah, just in case. There's two types of words, cream and load. You know that both are going to be prevalent in today's episode. What's up, Stokers of Stoke Nation? This is Chad Kroger coming in with the Going Deep Chad JT podcast. I'm here with my compadre, Jean Thomas. What up? Boom clap, Stokers. And we are here with the... Damn it, I didn't think of anything. We are here with the... The... <laughs> The lick of the gooch. Ooh. <laughs> Strider Wilson. Believe me, I definitely, I, much like a Londoner, I mind the gap. And you better believe that gooch gets blah, blah, blah. blah. <laughs> and we're here with the patriarch of the party, Chris Parr. What up? What up? And Dude, that's a really, that might be my favorite Patriarch uh, of the party. Yeah, title you've ever given Chris, and you've given him many good ones because Chris is a legend, dude. And he's yeah. been a shroom Sherpa for me. Right. And I got to tell you, five star review. If you ever think about doing shrooms and you can get Chris there, do it. Hell Pleasure yeah. was all mine. Thank you. Chris was the best. Literally, we were all laughing because we were like bullying one of our friends because he wasn't drinking. We we're like, oh, you want water? We're like, let's waterboard him. And then Reggie, one of our buddies, is like, we're torturing our friend. And I just started like really laughing so hard. And I look over at Chris and he just goes, <laughs> dude, it was amazing. That's a visual <laughs> gag. I'm sorry for listeners. But if I could make an audio term, it would be like, Did I, didn't I tell you? <laughs> uh, well, we got a big pod today. Yeah, we're doing a draft and we're drafting our favorite movie villains of all time. This is a tough one. Bro, here's the thing. I'm so stoked for this because every list is going to rip so hard. I'm really stoked for the honorable mentions in this one. Like there are so many good ones. It's going to be so fucking sick. Every list is going to rip, especially mine. Let's fucking go. And what are you drinking? Bro, this is a fucking blue claw, dude. This is a higher ABV claw. So I have a problem. No, it's a, it's just a little more bang for your buck. Chris and I were talking about it. Not as much sugar. You just get a little quick buzz, you know. Ooh, it's like a Bud Light Platinum. Correct. Whoa. So this is a Bud Light Platinum. You know, that's fitting for this episode because that's the villain a Fruit Smash. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. They didn't resign you guys, so fuck you, Fruit Smash. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, I said it, not you guys. But you can edit that. I guess that's your choice. Sorry, balls yeah. in your court, boys. We're live. <laughs> oh, all right. Hey, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're Instagram live in the, the yep, intro. Yep. All right, should we? Uh, <laughs> I still drink fruit. Might have holstered it. Might have holstered it. Yeah. Had I, known. I think they'll like that. People yeah. like it when you're a little bit Spicy. rude to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. especially these I mean, brands. they're dank. They're dank. Yeah, I, I've actually found when you're like, oh, we've you. been like, we did a pokey review, and we weren't uh, f- like full. What was our pokey system again for rating? Oh, puka shells. Yeah, we didn't give them all the puka shells, and they reached out. They, it made them yeah. like like us more. Yeah, it's integrity. You you have honesty. You're not just yes men. 
Right. Yeah, people right. like that. So fruit smash. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, let's go, baby. Now, he doubles down. He's just got my back. Now they'll pay us double next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how you gotta do this stuff. <laughs> All right. Uh, odds or evens, boys. We know how this goes. I know the, how the game goes now. Oh, you do? It took me like 10, 10 goes rounds. Couldn't tell. That's not that many. All right. One, two, three. Oh, Ooh. fourth pick, Chris. That's not bad for this draft, bro. I, li- I like that. All right. One, two, three. Oh, oh Ooh, Strider, you might get the Gosh, first pick. Dude, I'm too, I don't want the first you know pick this I'm so time, grateful dude. to have one of the oh, top Oh, so now we go picks. rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay, well, yeah, okay, you know what? I'll be fine. It's just one, right? I've never been this far. Yeah, Usually it's just always, one. It's okay, just here one. we go. I've had number one like two straight, so this will be... I hope you get it. Uh, is it rock, paper, scissors, shoot? Yeah. Do you want to call it? Yeah. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, number one pick, wow. Strider. Wow, this is desperate. <laughs> Boys, let me pull up my list just so you know I'm not checking Instagram if I'm looking at my phone for anyone watching. Even though I'm addicted, I'm just checking my list. Fucking the Santa of this draft. Here we go. Give the boys time to check their list. I sent myself an email with villains on here. Wow, this is hard. Um, I have a crowd pleaser, but I'm going to go with something. You know I'm a period piece guy. I like a period piece. This performance is an all-time performance when it comes to me for a villain. Uh, typically, I like someone's point of view and and or, or excuse me, their their point of view is built in, but the means by which they execute that is villainous and therefore evil. This guy is pure evil, and he's so good at his fucking job. It's terrifying. He's so cultured. So for some reason, you love him, and you hate. And it makes you hate part of yourself while viewing it. He really makes this film uh, Inglorious Bastards. I have to go with Hans Landa, oh, dude, good, Christoph good Waltz. Pick. Good nice. pick. Nice one. He speaks so many languages. The performance is so built in. And I'm a period piece guy. I'm a World War II guy. Yeah. It's Look, it's hard. The first pick in this is tough, but Hans Landa, um, a.k.a. the Jew Hunter, uh, pretty evil title. Um Really, the Nazis? I mean, can we think of a more evil group of people? And he's the most efficient one of them. Uh, yeah. Dude, and also, I mean, that first scene in Glorious Bastards, that when he, I remember seeing that when he first does his switch, you know, he's all polite and stuff. And then he does the, he, he's such like a, he's such a psycho because he does that switch where he, all of a sudden you see the evil and you're like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. I, you know, part of what I think makes it so effective too is that that was most people's first introduction to Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know him as anybody else. Like we'd never yeah. seen him as like uh, a loving father or as like, you know, a bedraggled office worker. Like that was it. And so you're like, it, he could completely be that character in your mind without any sort of other performances muddling it. So true. Yeah, you like, you truly don't think, and he, the way he speaks so many languages, his the performance of the character and the character, the way it's written, just it's unbelievable it's only it's all heightening it all heightens yeah from from page to performance and we don't know anything else about that guy like we don't know he has no other interests other than what he's doing in that movie which he, is kind of a good villain quality yeah he's an evil force he's single-minded yes but like, he also plays it with like uh he's like kind of goofy and he's like a dandy lighthearted. yeah dandy that's a good like guy. the crema like yeah just the little details when he's like no 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 and he always feels one step ahead of the good guy, which is very important for a villain. Right. He's competent. Yeah. Too competent. Yeah. He's so, your point guard of evil. Yes. Yes. That's he, very true. He's setting the table. He's a very clear-cut sociopath. 
Oh, where it's yeah. just like the it has like that full charisma, where you just it's very magnetic, but then you just there's this like just this uh, I forget the word, but pure evil. Yeah. That was another word I was thinking sadistic? of. Sadistic? I don't know, dude. Yeah, he's definitely sadistic. I lost the words. Um, Hans, he did again, dude. Yeah, he's one step ahead. Uh, you could also fill out the rest of your squad with like henchmen and he'd be able to command them effectively. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, like if... Like if you put a, actually the leader of yeah, if you all put the villains. a big burly like monster horror movie guy later, Hans will put that guy into action and make sure he's killing. That's all a cool the right way to people. think of a list. I mean, he's only gonna be wanting to kill one kind of people, but yeah, 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 yeah. But if he's like, look, if this is the people we need to take out to get to the greater plan, but that guy would have been in a, he would have done it for any ideology. I feel like yes, yes. So terrifying guy, bad guy, rooted in actual evil and portrayed. By Tarantino in a in a somewhat um, yeah I don't know. He, here's yeah. a question: When he's getting the um, the strudel with the the girl, I forget her name, uh, Manuel Shoshana. Um, do you think he knows who she is? As a viewer, I do think that he does. Yeah, but I don't think his character does. But like the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, what What do you mean by that? I mean that. Yeah, that's a double negative. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, I just denied yeah. myself. Yeah. I guess the r real answer is no. I don't think he does. Yeah, that's but right. you feel yeah. like he does. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right, I got the number because <laughs> he's a step ahead. You know, because he's so smart and competent. You're like he probably does, but he actually doesn't. Yeah. Just a heads up. Oh. Oh, oh did you crema? You could. Well, I hope you have a quick refractory Do period because I'm about to make you come twice. Let's go. Um, <laughs> my number two pick, I think a lot of the people listening are going to, they're going to think that, that I should have picked someone else. And I think he's going to go next, mm -hmm. but I'm going with, I wanted a pure elemental villain. I think the key to a really, really great villain is that they feel unstoppable. Like when you're watching, you're like, nothing is going to get in this character's way. They're going to accomplish their evil task and there's nothing that can stop them. And to me, this character embodies that more than any character in villain history. I'm going with Anton Chigurh Ooh. from No Country for Old Men, played brilliantly by Javier Bardem. I've talked about it before. They gave him the name Anton Chigurh because it has no etymology or origin like... Uh, with any culture or nation. It's just a name that exists. It He's always existed. He's pure evil. He's the manifestation of that. He feels like he's destiny. And you believe it too. You're like, yeah, nothing will stop this guy. And like when he's coming after people with his weird weapons. His cattle killer thing. Is, yeah. yeah. And the haircut and the weird look and the way he's so disassociated from what he's doing, just terrifying. So I'm going to give it to Anton Chigurh as my number two pick. I think... For my money. I got to tell you, it was right there. I, that was the second name I wrote down. It's beautiful. Yeah. And and the scene with the coin with the old man. Yeah. Like, why is he doing that to this old man? Yeah. You got to do Javier Bar. Do Anton Chigurh because you're pretty good at that. You know, for doing the scene with the old man, he's a very good character. And um, it was funny because Josh Brolin was on set that day. And this it was very tense on set. <laughs> and, uh, he was nervous to be for performing for the um, Coen Brothers. But Josh Brolin immediately caught the attention by coming in and punching. He punched the old man, exposing his penis to the entire crew. <laughs> Women were there, everyone was there. And it was just so funny to punch a... Um, typically, you can punch someone 25 to 30 years old or maybe um, 
is funny, but to pan someone 60 plus, very demeaning, very funny, very hilarious. Did that inform your performance? Absolutely. And on camera and off, I went around after that and I pantsed um, the locations director, who is a 51 year old woman. And that did not work out well for me. Then that I actually had to talk with um, my agent, had to get involved. And it was actually, you cannot, I don't think pantsing works across genders, is what I learned from Josh mm. Brolin now. Yeah. And then he said, Josh Brolin, actually during that particular scene, he was off camera yeah. pranking you? Absolutely. He was pranking me. He would um doing the um lifting up and he likes to attend his perennium and uh he was showing me his grundle. I learned this word, I never there's no Spanish translation for a grundle from Beowulf, the English novel. And he said, Look at my grundle and la 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 doing with his tongue like that during the scene, but not with audio, just silent, like which was menacing. And the fact that he tapped into that menacing and the type of dreams and nightmares I was having at that time really it was funny to me and manifesting in real life. And you can do Anton Chigurh pretty good too, right? Absolutely. I can do Anton Chigurh very well. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to, for me to do Anton Chigurh, I can do this for you. How did you feel being the number two pick in the draft? And I felt like this is perfect to be number two because it was a coin toss between number one and two. Very strong picks. <laughs> and I think you should take the coin that you tossed and keep it forever. Chad, you're up. Number three. Uh, I think my pick is probably pretty obvious. It's it's the it's sort of the villain of movies of the day of the age that you know has been portrayed by many great actors, and you all know him, the Joker. Yeah. He's. I mean. Yeah. You know, uh, my favorite is the Heath Ledger version. I just think you got to pick. He's got to. He's got to be on someone's list, and. Um, I think he's great. I, I think the Heath Ledger one is my favorite. Um, followed closely by Jared Leto. Are- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like not Jared Leto's Joker, Jared Leto. Yeah, Jared Leto. Actor. <laughs> Jared Leto coming out of his silent retreat being like, what's COVID? <laughs> yeah, there's a fearlessness to his character where you're like, well, you can't do anything to this guy. He yeah. enjoys it all. Like if you beat the shit out of him, he loves it. Yeah. And so how do you stop a guy? And you don't worry he's going to beat up Batman. Like, yeah. you know, in a fist fight, Batman will kick his ass. But you're still terrified of him because yeah. he'll just do anything. And it's all part of his plan. He's planned everything way ahead. So anything you do, he's 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 even further. Like, I'd argue even further ahead than like Hans. He's like 10 steps ahead where he just like he sees everything from like he plans a month out. So, yeah. So many iconic lines. Like every line that he has in that is quoted so much. Oh, why so serious was like I responded to every text with why so serious for yeah. like a year after that movie came out. I'm gonna make it disappear. <laughs> yeah. I have I have two dings against that character. Let's go. Because I was thinking about it a lot in this top four. One, I think the acting throughout the Dark Knight on repeat viewings is actually kind of hammy. Like they played a little big. And then I think some of the dialogue they gave him was actually not his fault. His performance is perfect. But there's a couple lines that stick out to me where I'm like, that's not that scary. Like he has one line where he says, uh, what if I catch up and feed you to your pooches? Mm. And I'm like, would the most evil man in the world say pooches? And I'm like, I don't yeah. think so. That's true. Just playing devil's advocate, it could be the medium. This is comic book movie. And the- 100%. So yeah. You get a little bit of that, but also I think the character itself is the mo- one of the most iconic villains through the, like the Batman series or any comic. If we're thinking comic book villains mm. in its own, yeah. 
Joker's got to be number one, but that is true. Also, for a villain, pure evil for me is tough, and but I don't want to get too into this because we can dissect it after. I don't want to do anyone's list, but like, uh, he likes to watch the world burn. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's so good. that's good. Yeah, and he literally sets the money on fire. They're like he takes all the money. Why does he do it? He just set, and then you have Michael Caine's great line of "Some men master wine, just like to watch the world burn." Yeah. And he toys with his backstory too, where he just I do he has love different that. explanations. Oh, he tells he, different stories about yeah. it. Yeah, so and you're and so you're like, no, you're like, how did he get the scars? I don't know. Yeah, crazy. It's an agent of chaos. Yeah, he doesn't like the schemers. Yeah, yeah, schemer, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, <laughs> which is true. We all hate schemers. And we his, do. His, his body language too is just so like loose. When he kills someone, he'll just be so loose, and then he'll just shoot someone, and it's very yeah. like. And, and he's willing it's very to die. Eerie. Yeah, yeah his, oh, his coming out of him is incredible. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, hit me. Amazing yeah. physicality. Yeah. Come on, I want better you to know than watching to know it. I want you to know it. <laughs> Chad just got possessed, dude. You don't. Walking Phoenix's physicality is a little too much for me. It's not as fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, it's it's very intense and and demanding. But I don't know if it's as uh, exciting as Heath Ledger. And The Dark Knight is just a more fun movie. Yeah, I, I, I think yes. he's he's really good in Joker, but it's just not as um. It's hard to beat all the cool shit that happens in the Dark Knight. So true. They got freaking rocket launchers and shit. You know yeah. that bank cool. heist scene. The bank heist kickoff where he's like. Makes you and he murks his own dudes yeah. and stuff like that. Dude, yeah, we all appreciate zip lining. And as soon as we saw a dude zip lining, <laughs> yeah. like the first, the first or second scene. frame, you're like, let's fucking go, dude. Like, come on. I, I was thinking too with the Joaquin Phoenix one. You know, when he gets in the fridge, what if that was a totally different scene where they're like, he has all this dialogue and stuff, and he just gets in the fridge, and they're just like, no, bro, <laughs> each other dude, the camera, yeah. like, he improvised. The director that. Is like, just crying. Is just yeah. I didn't understand that scene. I still don't. But I had a <laughs> yeah. friend who was like. Dude, he was, you know, everyone was so fired up on the joke. He's like, dude, the scene where he gets in the fridge, that hit me so hard. And I was just like, <laughs> I didn't ask any follow ups, but I was like, the fuck are you talking about? He wants to be like an opened jar of pickles or something. Yeah. Like that's what he wants to be. I guess it's like you want to hide from the world or something like that. But it was like, yeah. It, I just it, thought it was hot in his apartment. Yeah, New York in the summer, dude. It's broiling. True. Chris, two picks, dude. Ooh. Whoa. And, dude. and I think a lot of the biggies are gone. I think, dude, uh, dude, no, yeah, this is deep, dude. This is deep, bro. Yeah, this is deep, dude. It's really nice picking two in a row. I'm gonna yeah, go. This is a good. Slot. I'm gonna just go bang bang. Hannibal Lecter, Darth Vader. Oh, oh motherfucker, oh. dude! Motherfucker, dude! Dude, I've, I've been crushing some Darth Vader Chalk, fan fiction, dude. bro. If he you just wanna, gonna he, get another dub, dude. That might be a oh. dub, dude. Damn it! Hannibal Lecter, very iconic serial killer, which is nice. Obviously, like really, really smart, like mm-hmm. one of the smartest dudes ever. Yes, loves to just fuck with because he's even scary when he's stuck. He, you know he's in a cage and he can't get out. And he yes. still is so scary. A lot of iconic line readings. Um, <clears throat> yeah, counting fava beans. <laughs> that, like, <clears throat> yeah. excuse me. Just so good. Um, and then he escapes and he fucking eats people. Which yeah. is like... <laughs> I forget about that. Yeah. (laughs) Well, because it's like you don't even actually really get to see him do it. He just talks about it and it's scary. And another guy who's cultured. I like cultured villains. He's like, well, he like reads a lot. Yeah. But he's like, but they also like, he can't have too many books. Mm -hmm. He also like in in one of them, you know, he's like, I want to see the case files. Like, we can't give you. 
us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that'll be too much. You yeah. can't, we can't have you looking at Sorry, dude. You can't have you reading reports. You're going to mix us if you do that. Yeah. Dude. That's the guy who jacks off and throws and then, his jizz. Yeah. And then he wears the dude's face. Yeah. And famously, only what, like 12 minutes of screen time or I think something? 16. 16 minutes of screen oh, time in the whole movie. Yeah. Wow. For an Oscar, famously. For best actor. Yes. For best actor. Wow. At least he is time. and it's totally deserved. Yeah. Oh, bro, it's unreal. Him and Jim Carrey's performance in Ace Ventura, both based on birds. Oh. Based on birds. Birds. They said they were both Which channeling birds. birds. I, I should rewatch it, but uh, they both. But if you watch their physicality, I mean, look at Ace walking down the street. And I'm I'm dipping my toe in acting. I have no idea how you do that. <laughs> like, I well, everyone's no approach idea. is different. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you were like, if like if I had to be an eagle, and then I'm just like, I guess that kind of works. Yeah, yeah, I'll do some of our real dialogue. Like, never, never. When Dad started his company, Ellis wouldn't lend him a cent. Does that work? Yeah, no. I would say. Look, here's. You, I don't know if I would get the beautiful know. note of take it back a little. Yeah. bit. and I don't know if I'd look at that and be like, "That's a bird," but yeah. also you are playing a person, so that's also just so good feedback for you guys. I saw. Actually, no, I can't say anything. I can't say anything. Are you guys NDA? No. I saw Rob Lowe at Valet. And I said, uh, hey, I'm boys with Chad and JT. And he goes, they are so good. Really? Yep. Oh, that's oh, nice. Cool. Yep. No, that's wow. thank you for sharing that. Dude, yeah. yeah, thank he you. He said, he, so he was very happy. And then I was like, and then he's like, cool. And then I closed his door. <laughs> <laughs> I, already, I already have a question ready for him next time I see him on set. I'm going to ask him what it was like to work with Curtis Hansen in the late 80s. Because he's a director I like. And I don't think anyone's thrown him that cue yet. Oh, dude, nice. nice. So yeah. I Fuck yeah. They did a movie called like Bad Influence with like James Spader. Before oh. Hansen went on his like murderous streak of just like five bangers. I was going to butter him up with saying I listened to his podcast, but I think he beat me. No, that's good. No, Let's dude. hit him from both fronts. The, the Michael Douglas episode in particular. My dank ass hey, fiance. As he great. finishes it, he's like, that's why you podcast. Dude, we need to finish yeah. this episode with that, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That might be my phrase <laughs> yeah, of the week, dude. Yeah. That's why you podcast. <laughs> Just look at the camera. <laughs> Chris. And then Aaron's in the back. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. <laughs> Wait, but more Hannibal. You can edit Wait. that out. Darth yeah. Vader was second. <laughs> okay, let's hear about Vader. Uh, I mean, like, it's nice to have, like, several movies. I'm just going off the original, since that's when he's Vader. Obviously, he's very fucking scary. Although he does have a sick scene in Rogue One where he just murks people. Amazing scene. Yes. Um, And yeah, I mean, another one, very iconic. James Earl Jones voice. The outfit's amazing. A lot of cool lines. Um, You know, just, uh, I mean, everyone knows Vader. He's the man. And it's, I like, I wanted to, it's nice to have like the really smart master manipulator. <clears throat> now you got one of the guy, the bad guy, one of the most famous ones in a huge tentpole movie franchise. Um, so yeah, I just feel like my list is good so far. Also does a good villain thing where he kills his own dudes. He'll kill yeah. his own guy. Like when he like. <clears throat> the neck like, pinch. Yes. That neck, scene yeah. is amazing even so his, good. even his first one he's like questioning a guy you know what i mean yeah and the guy doesn't even answer he doesn't give him a yeah. chance because he just crushes his neck and then he just moves on he's like fucking fine and, and he's dude. such a good villain that literally love and this is so good is his only downfall is like luke wouldn't have defeated vader or and luke was getting fucked by the emperor and vader was such a like he's so I mean, dude, he might be the most. In, he's probably the most interesting character. I mean, Han Solo's a space cowboy. That's rad, but he's the most interesting character. He comes that, around yeah. at the end, and the way he kills the emperor when he just he lifts him up, right, goes overhead with him, yeah, yeah and just tosses him down. I, I mean, his a villain, and he has a whole fucking arc like that. 
It's a fucking could be a number one pick. And the fact that you got it at two. Yeah, your great list value, is pretty bro. unstoppable. Great yeah. value, dude. Dude, I mean, and I'm so I don't know if it was because I was in the Star Wars as a kid, but I'm so like enthralled by his story. They're just the whole like him being like this good guy and then he just gets burnt alive and he's just this this fucked up thing and yep. having that flow being burnt off is, is yeah. so tragic. True. And he has to wear a helmet. But dude, yeah, when you see what he looks like, yeah, you're like, oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah, yeah. This guy's he looks like a shrimp up. cocktail, dude. Dude, I, I mean, I yeah. like, dude, he does, yeah. and I listen to so much. I, I, every time I watch it, like I knew because I, I watched Kenobi, I watched so much Star Wars fan fiction on YouTube afterwards of like, here's what Darth Vader is thinking while he's burning on Mustafar. Here's what his daily life is like, which is funny to think about. He's on the Death Star. He's like, where's my coffee? Yeah. <laughs> that is amazing. Watching him but, try to drink coffee. Yeah, he's like, fuck, dude. That's true. Yeah. You can't, Obi -Wan. You can't watch him. Vader do basic stuff because yeah. it would like take away all the mystique. Like He's like, yeah. right. all right, I got to hit the bathroom. You see him yeah. in the stall just bumping into things yeah. and like right. sitting down. Or if but, he's like spaced out and he's like, sorry, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Well, dude, I'm exhausted. Yeah, dude, dude, I watched this one where they're, they're like, they like break down his suit and they're like, Yes, there are even uh, ca various catheters for his functions. And you know, like, so he's shitting and pissing. And mm -hmm. just, <laughs> yeah, so you're sitting next to him and Shrimp's going, oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm trying to remember when he got burned. Did he still have like a butthole and stuff? Did that whole part of his body get burned? Yeah, but I'm sure It's one of those burnt. things that they didn't get into in the yeah. movie because the movie is dumb. Yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Can he add an extra exist? twenty minutes just talking about where it's a doctor going? He lost his dick. He lost his balls. <laughs> yeah. He can still shit. Just yeah. kind of like the MacGruber version. Yeah. yeah, that is so true. Yeah, exactly. His dick and asshole were burned off. <laughs> did he just hear me like, oh, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude, I can't jizz. That's why I'm mad. You know, when he first gets in the suit, he's like, "Where is Padme? Is she safe? Is she all right?" I would be like, <laughs> I would be like, he's like, Lord Vader, can you hear me? I'd be like. Does my dick still work? <laughs> dude, honestly, I wish the Olympics were out, dude, because Vader could just get some of those fucking fast-ass legs and cruise oh, around yeah, and dude. be an athlete. Yeah, really good real-life villain, uh, Pistorius. Oh, yeah. 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 The South African I'm Blade thinking, Runner. yeah. Yeah, that guy's kind of Not a good dude. Uh, Chad, you're up. Fuck, man. I'm nervous because this is so tough. I think there's, there's a couple biggies still Here, on the board. Here, have fun with it, baby. Yeah, have, I know. I'm yeah. having there's fun. There's so many good options. You can't go wrong. I'm having this fun. This isn't about fun, bro. That's so true. Also, political <laughs> move. Chris did tell me before we record it, he likes the Hayden Christian Anderson version of Darth Vader. I'm just saying. <laughs> Big time. Big time. That's a game. lie. Yeah. I'm a liar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck this guy. Like, it, it's fine. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with someone who captures me to this day in a movie that's so rewatchable maybe the most rewatchable movie i'm gonna go with commodus gladiator great nice. pick what a performance joaquin phoenix he's uh and it's based off a real you know marcus mark anthony's whatever the fuck marcus aurelius <laughs> mark <laughs> yeah dude what the fuck marcus aurelius son was this piece of shit oh uh, commodus and based off a real guy and uh, I think it's a good intro to, to Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, he, I mean, Russell Crowe is amazing, but I think a lot of people left that movie just being like, "Wow, Joaquin Phoenix, that was." Do you see that mascara? Like, fuck, dude, his eyes were. Uh, but I mean, you know, he's such an evil guy, such a good villain, such a good movie. 
Uh, I think it's great. I love it too because like it's our first villain that's like sniveling and petulant yeah. yes. and extraordinarily nice. hateable. Yeah. Like most of the other villains we picked are charismatic and really good at being evil. Yeah. And he's the first one where he's like a baby in yeah. three fourths of his scenes. Yeah. Like he's when he's when he's complaining about uh, Maximus's popularity and he's like, everyone loves him. And then if I kill him, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, this fucking bitch, dude, yeah. shut up. But it, it's good because it 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 serves as a better foil to Maximus and you hate him more and it feels real. Right. He kills his dad, wants to fuck his sister. Yeah. Yeah, weird family things. That's, you know. And then when he, when he finds out that they were conspiring against him, that's that's one of the most the creepiest scenes. Where he's like, and then the little bee kept oh, buzzing yeah. and buzzing. And then the snake ate him. <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck, dude, he knows. Right, he's telling the story to the little kid. Yeah, and the mom's yeah. just like, what are you? Yeah, yeah. And just get buzzing and but yeah, he's very creepy. And do when when uh when Maximus stabs him in the neck, just, just overpowers him. Just yeah. takes his little bitch ass and just blunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about it too, he's it's just like he's petulant and he's a whining baby, but he has so much power that you just like you still feel helpless. You're like I'm at the mercy of this fucking weasel when he's in front he's of the weasel. Senate and he's just spinning his sword. Yeah, like he's like too good for the whole thing. And he oh. quiets it down just. <laughs> I, dude that's interesting about marcus aurelius i didn't know yeah. that so yeah. like the stoic philosopher's son was kind of a punk yeah there's something to that everyone who's ever written a book on yeah. like life philosophy that's been about like strength and fortitude and values yeah they must put all their energy into the book because their kids always end no, up being he like did. he didn't care at all about the succession marcus aurelius like he was just kind of like he like was so over the whole thing that he didn't put any time or effort into like making sure that things were good after him. Like yeah. he just kind of like let the pieces fall. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, and you know, Joe Rogan, Ryan Holiday had that same discussion. And I think Rogan or Ryan, Ryan Holiday had the same argument. He's like, he's just so into his own work. He's just a terrible dad. All right. I think I'll get, there's a guy I want to pick, but I think I'll get him on the other side. So I'm going with, look, he's not as scary as the guys we've mentioned, but he's a lot of fun. I'm going Hans Gruber, yeah. die hard. Yeah, it's great. Now, I almost think Irons is just as good as a bad guy in number three. So you just burnt and picked. Very political move. I say this on every... Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, no, guys. No, it's okay. No, I, I don't think no one's going to go die yeah, hard after you're not going to die but I just hard. Want you're that not going from the judge. I'd like that note from the judge. I'd like that note. <laughs> all right. Hans Gruber, maybe the most fun bad guy of all time. What My favorite scene with him is when he's making his demands to the police as to what they have to do to get the hostages released. And he's listing off all these uh, foreign terrorist groups. And then he names one and he, he puts the things up. What is it? He goes Asian Dawn. And then, and then his, his, one of his henchmen looks at him like this and he puts it down and he goes, I read about him in Time Magazine. <laughs> and you're like, so good. Dude, this guy's having a ball even in the middle of like a huge heist. And uh, yeah, I just love his energy. He's funny. He's, he's vicious. He's well-dressed. He's Euro trash. That's what they were going for. What were you going to say, Strauss? No, I was going to say the fact that he's having fun with it is so great. He's a delight. He, delighting in the evil of this is so good. And he, yeah, I just, uh, it was an all-time performance from an all-time actor. And uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, with Groobs. Nice. Alan Rickman, for those that you don't know, the young for the young stokers out there. So good. What a great fucking pick. And the movie's amazing. If you didn't <clears> take it. a big part of it. I was taking it. You know, you were going to take it? Oh, yeah. Oh, you were going to do it next? Yeah. What are you doing now? He's got such a good death scene. Yeah. 
Such a good death. So much slow. The fall. The All right, Rolex. that puts me on the ropes. Now, look, we've had a lot of fun. We've had a lot of fun. This is good. We've got a lot of great stuff going. I have in front of me for my number two. <laughs> it's from the same actor, which is, you should know that the judges, I just fucked up a little bit by doing that. That should, that should be noted. I like you uh, noting stuff. But I'm going to go with <clears throat> Joe Doe from Seven. It's oh, Kevin Spacey. Nice. John Doe. John Doe? Yeah, John Doe. So fucking, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, Joe Doe? I've had a fucking uh, <laughs> higher than ABV volume Joe claw. Joe Doe's a great character. Yeah, Joe though. Doe is pretty good. Joe Doe. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a dildo name or something. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's the serial killer? Joe but, Doe. Look, yeah, you're like, really? <laughs> he, in, he invokes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a psychopath. He's a menace. He's also a villain in real life. Uh, oh, yeah, psycho. Um, so that should be noted. But he goes on this, <laughs> the seven deadly sins. <laughs> I don't know if you should debile that, but no, I mean, bad guy. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yes, <laughs> that is, you, you debiled me recognizing that. Yeah, Thank no, you. I, I support. No, I was, I, uh, I was, I threw you under the bus, and you didn't mean it like that. So I take it back. <laughs> but a terrifying guy. You don't know who he is. Um, He's great. Yeah, I mean, gets a little bit of screen time. I'm honestly, when I say it, I'm falling out of, of love with it. But uh, he's a terrifying guy. Growing up Catholic, I mean, a lot of people did that. Like, it really scared me. The seven deadly sins. Whoa, terrifying. Uh, so scary. So heinous. Each crime was so They're heinous. So gross. The body that's like tied down to the bed. Yeah. Was that the gluttonous dude? Yeah, the gluttony. The gl- oh, that yeah. one sticks and with they- me. Uh, I don't know, man. The I was, sloth is that? I think it's I sloth. Sloth. Yeah, sloth. So, sloth. The lust one, where it's just oh, like the an lust interview is with disgusting. the guy who's like the guy who's got something. And he's like, he made me do things. And he's oh, like, right. cry. Like, Can you get this thing off me? And you don't even know what's strapped to. Presumably, his dick. Right. right. Oh, yeah. It's a razor dildo, right? It's yeah. A razor dildo. Yeah. And he it's has a razor a, dildo. A, that's the Jodo right there. That's the Jodo. Yeah. And so it's so fucked it's, up. It's, it's he has his of, calling card, Jodo. So as a villain. He tackles the seven deadly sins, which are like the worst things you can do in humanity. Then he has fun with them. And then what I like about a villain is someone with a code. So he's trying to teach the people, his audience as a psychopath, what is correct. But of course, he does it through a horrendous means, a a heightened Machiavellian means. So it's fucking disgusting and heinous. But what makes him a dynamic villain is you're like, well, he's kind of right. You're like, that's kind of right, but you're a fucking maniac. So that's where for me this this and he holds himself John accountable. Doe, yeah, he holds himself accountable. And then a great twist, Dutch screenwriting, but a good twist at the end, which I won't give away in case anyone hasn't seen it. But I, I what's so great about him too is he's a step ahead. And like the scene, I'll, I'll just give it when Morgan Freeman says it, it kind of helps cement him as a villain too. When Morgan Freeman's like, we're not in control. Like John yeah. Doe is in control. You're like, your whole body is like, oh fuck, yes. man. Like, the evil forces will always be ahead of the forces trying to fight the evil. They're just, yes. they just got an extra step on us. And that's real world, isn't it? And and also like having older siblings. I remember my brothers being like, you can't watch Seven, bro. <laughs> bro, bro, you like, dude, we'll let you watch Pulp Fiction minus one scene, but dude, like, you can, you can't watch Seven. Older, they're so arbitrary with that yeah. stuff too. Our de facto older brothers, Ian and Anthony. I remember they said I couldn't watch Get Shorty because Ian was like, they say fuck more in that movie than any other movie. We'd watch Pulp Fiction like 
two days earlier. It was just an arbitrary. Uh, yeah, what? He just didn't want me to watch the power move. It's just straight power. Yeah. He's the villain. He is a villain. <laughs> He's, that's fucking whack. And, and he put Gwyneth's head in the box. Spoiler alert. Well, that was a spoiler I was avoiding. But you know what? I love you. No, we no, needed to get it out. The yeah, movie came out. It's yeah, like, it's like so yeah. true. It's but these so young stars haven't seen, seen these movies. You see someone comment and be Dude, like, bro, them. how the That's fuck true. could you spoil that for me? Uh, yeah, um, you know what? I was being too sensitive. Dude, I'm fucking sorry. Well, I mean, I think the most villainous thing is you ruined Brad's life, which you ruined Brad Pitt's Don't life. ever ruin Brad's life. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah, oh sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was about to script, jump. Like, I'm so excited. I'm no, fucking dude, I'm fired up for you. And, I gotta answer my and pants. You're like, wait, am I gonna ruin Brad Pitt's life? I can't sign on to this. This is where things get a little wild. Don't do this to me. But I'm gonna go with Hal 9000 from 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, nice. You know, I've never seen it. Yeah, neither, I, neither. I, I watched it during the pandemic and look. The movie's interesting. It's it's a really interesting movie and it's iconic. But How 9000 inspires this computer villain. He sort of has this like um, effeminate uh, um, delivery. So like it's a it's a computer. So it shouldn't be biased. But the delivery of his lines and the voiceover are so it's like so precise in the performance. It's amazing. We're just this tinge of evil. And also it's this thing that threatens all humanity where it's like it, it inspires every other sci-fi villain of like uh, he, computers are more optimal than humans. So we're going to take you out. So this is my uh, mechanized villain for my list. How 9000 and also is the root of uh, predecessors, which is a political move or I shouldn't say predecessors, but uh a root of all derivative, which is a little bit too. Um, what language are you speaking right me. now? Yeah, I was going to say rhetoric. Yeah, <laughs> Just exactly. like other AI bad guys. Look, it, was, had, it was the first one. Chris, thank you so much for that clarity. And also, I've had two uh, blue claws. So that's what's happening right now. Um, dude, that's a great one. Uh, and Kubrick. Think, and you yeah. can't relate to a machine. There's no talking to machine out of what it's trying to do. They're a machine. Yeah, and literally, is in like. Control. Control is a thing with villains, right? Mm -hmm. Hal is totally in control of and like it, the future of humanity. And that, that's what's so interesting about the villains is how do they control the thing they're dealing with? There's different means of it. Like most of the early ones we picked were through either like scheming or violence. Mm -hmm. But Hal, it's like, it's a, there's different ways to do it. Optimism. It's through it, like not optimism and optimality. Maybe is that the word? Optimization. Optimization. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. Um. All right, dudes. With this next villain... I have a, so I had a kind of criterion for how I wanted to pick my villains. I wanted a real psycho. I wanted a fun psycho. And now I want to go purely hateable psycho. Just a piece of shit, sniveling bitch. I'm going with Billy Zane from Titanic. Damn it, no! Shit. Cal Hockley, bro. You watch that whole movie, he does not have one redeemable moment <laughs> every scene you're like what would the biggest piece of shit act like in this moment and he does it he invites this you got you're you're sitting with your ritzy buddies at dinner this poor kid you know uh like socioeconomically saved your girl's life he's sitting there and he's like making fun of him for being broke you're like and then yeah, bro punching down he could he could let the kid live he's like no let's just kill him and then at the end, you, like in some movies, they would have made him have like a little turn where he got a little better. At the end, just to get off the boat, he pretends to be some girl's dad 
so he can escape and get off before the yeah. other women and children. Please. Just, well, she has. <laughs> <laughs> and he sells it. He sells it. And then just super quotable, real man makes his own luck. Everything about him is just scummy, scuzzy, and hateable. And I, I love him. I think he's one of the greatest villains ever. So I'm going, man. And then the way that he goes out, like in voiceover, they say when the like when the Great Depression hits, yeah, he puts a bullet in his head because yeah. he loses everything. And yeah. even then, you're like, God, what a little bitch. Like, oh, you, oh, you got, oh, yeah. you had a little hardship, and you yeah. decided to just end it all. Yeah. Like, yeah. God, yeah, of course you would. I would have loved it more if he ended up being the only guy who made money in the Great Depression by like shorting <laughs> stocks. And yeah. Yeah. His life yes. as the richest man in America. Right. Yeah. Damn, dude. That was the first one I wrote down when I when we said villains. I was like Cal Hockley, Billy Zane. Hilarious. Um, but dude, I mean, is the real villain the iceberg? That's just that's just no, political. No, it's just political. It's just political. No, it's you, you could totally say that. I, yeah. I thought about that too. I think his hair for me is what makes him the villain over the <laughs> yeah, that's if slick. the iceberg had his slick. haircut. Or was wearing a tux. We you know? down yeah, he's wearing like a tux the whole movie. Yeah, if the iceberg had a tux, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Were you down on the poop deck just gallivanting around? There would be none of that when you're my wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, and he hits her. Yeah, he Fuck hits her. And he has bad taste. She's got a Picasso. He's like, that's crap art. Oh, She's right. asking questions Picasso. about the lifeboats. He's like, nothing's going to put down this boat. He's just arrogant. Right. Real so man who makes his own luck. But then as he, you know, and then he offs himself because that's actually not yeah. always the case. Chad. All right, I'm going to go with, um, uh, this is a, uh, moving into different sort of territory here, but this is a pick that people can relate to because it's a villain that everyone has encountered in their lives, everyone went to school with. Ooh, I know what you're doing. I know what we're talking about. Yeah. And who, you know, everyone, they saw this character and they're like, I know exactly who that is. Regina George from Mean Girls. It's a great one. Yeah. Bro, let's one. go. I wanted it. It's let's so good. go, dude. Uh, I didn't even think of that. That's great. Yeah. I want, a, I want so, a high school one so bad. Yeah, she's, she's such a good villain. And I think that applies to, I think it's same kind of, that same archetype bully. applies to male. Yeah, just a bully. And um, yeah, I have to rewatch that movie. But it, she's, she's just the perfect villain in Let's high school. Broadway, baby. Yeah, it's just perfect. They perfectly captured that. Casually cruel. Casually cruel. Get in, yeah. loser. We're going shopping. Yeah. It's just, like, just like condescending just and just like makes you feel like shit, but you just want her acceptance. And yeah. Yep. And then we'll just totally fuck you over. It's perfect. That is the fugliest dress I've ever seen after she compliments it. The way yeah. she flips like that on oh. a dime. Yeah. You can't trust a word she's saying. And I would actually even argue she feels as unstoppable as a lot of these other villains. Like totally. when you're watching, That's you're like, thing. dude, if that chick was in my way, I'm yeah. dead meat. She's yeah. going to steamroll me. Dude, she, she can destroy you socially. She's, she has that much power. And underrated thing about a villain, when they have sexual power to them. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? There's Ooh, a lot, yeah. of, there's a lot yeah. of good male yeah. villains on that side where yeah. there's something uh, – I don't want to there, – there's other villains in movies where you're like, why is this bad guy so hot? Yeah, And she right. has that too where her cruelty makes her more desirable to yes. you. And you're like, fuck, man. Yeah. Like I hate this person, but I really want to like date them too. Totally. Oh, I would totally. If I were in high school, I would totally date Eugene George. Be close to that power. Yeah, you know, you might be able to tap into that a little bit. Yeah, the guy can't even explain it. Him and Lindsay Lohan are arguing. She's like, "Why are you?" She's like, "Why do you date her? She's a bitch." And he's like, "Why are you friends with her?" Yeah. And then it's like, "There's a power to it." Yeah, there's some seductive. Well, it's a, you, great you, call. You always want to be friends with that person in high school. It's like it's like you you. It's like it's everyone hates them, but it's like kind of uncool to say it out loud and that's their power and if the evil person likes you that feels good too yeah. actually we grew up with like a svengali guy like that 
My uh, buddy. Hunter? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard about so much about him. I love Dude, he, I think like we've that. talked about him. I do. He, he had a heavy impact before. on He had that kind of yeah. weird, evil sexual charisma in like seventh grade. <laughs> Yeah, it's so but strange. it's so but it's so funny looking at pictures now because of just how just Dude, so much never seen a so much ice spiker. He was you know? just a chubby just kid like, with just, braces, and, but it's, he and was, it's all just going straight aren't up. Aren't they really all thick? But he was a force. <laughs> he was a force. Yeah. Oh man, Sven Gali. It's funny. Um, Cristoba, you got. Your last two my picks. Last two. You're looking pretty, dude. Yeah, bro. You're, you're looking dialed pretty. in. I'm leaving a lot of huge ones on the board, but I'm okay with it. I'm going to go with the, this next one. I'm going to go with Dr. Evil. Fuck. No, that was my no. fourth. I thought I was going to get that on the swing. That's a fun one. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> there's not... <laughs> He's he's honestly the best Bond villain. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, he's it's based like, on yeah, the best no, Bond I know. Villain. Like, it's yeah. like, but like that Bond villain's like not even that. Like Doctor Evil's better. I don't. I just like the movies more. You know what I mean? For sure. And they're so, and he's so funny. Mike Myers is so funny in it. The voice, the look, and like his little pinky move. Um, he's just so funny. I wanted a well-rounded list to get some. Co- There's some great comedy villains in there, and he's. Um, Maybe the most iconic of them all. Uh, and just, yeah, he's hilarious. I mean, has anyone ever quote like, he? he's so quotable. Yeah. He's the most fun character in that movie. Right. And there's so many fun characters. Yeah. Yeah, Scott. Like, and yeah, dude, he's just so right. much fun. Yeah, probably the most quoted, maybe top 10 most quoted characters of all time. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And kind of Mini more fun me? than, Austin Powers is a lot of fun, but Dr. Dr. Evil oh, steals yeah. the show. Dude, the scene with... Uh, with your guys' co-star Rob Lowe, he's <laughs> yeah. bouncing the the earth. Yeah, oh, yeah. you want to be the big boy? Yeah, huh? <laughs> <Just start laughs> so fucking funny. Dude. The, the huh? You gonna cry? Yeah, that's right. The buttons to burn people too. Yeah, so it's, it's so, amazing, dude. When he burns Will Ferrell, it's very hot down here. Yeah. <laughs> dude, the amount of busy days for Mike Myers on that movie. Yeah, yeah. like fuck, dude. He was working sun up to sun down. He gets off on that shit. He was in the zone. Yeah, the he pata- was in the, the zone. Pentavere? Yikes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's pretty. I'm, Yikes. I saw a clip for it, but it's super wacky. It kind of made me interested. I mean, look, on paper, it sounds like a great idea. I thought after the love guru, he was like, you know what? I think I've said all I have to say at yeah, this point. I think but so. what a run. Wayne's World, that, and then the, the little secret one, So I Married an Axe Murder. The developer of some of the most iconic characters. Beast. Yeah. Total beast. I was, I was uh, Dr. Evil for Halloween when I was like seven. Just nice. Did you have a mini me or no? No, I should have. I guess I was sort of. But you were mini-me. seven. Who's yeah. gonna be your mini me? I, like, I was like three musketeers. That's pretty good. Yeah. I th- Mike Myers also very pretentious. I read an EW article with him one time, and he was talking about the love guru, and he started off with talking about Joseph Campbell, and I was like, "This is my kind of guy." Dude, amazing. <laughs> he was talking about callbacks one time. And he's like, "It's like weaving something." I'm like, "So a callback? You mention something, and then you bring it back later." <laughs> it's like weaving a thread, and then later, I'm like, mm, "Okay." <laughs> um. I got one more. Oh, that's right. That's a great pick, Chris. That's a great fucking <clears throat> pick, dude. Uh, I gotta have fun with my last one. I gotta have fun, baby, baby, baby. Cut it up. I, well, that's the that's the thing. Do I? I went chalk up top. I'm going fun. Yeah. What do you do? You got you gotta land this thing. No, I know, and I don't want to get. You know who it is. 
No, I'm kind of stuck between. I'm sorry, I'm taking a while. Take your time, dude. Take your time, bro. We're hanging out. No clock on this one. We're thoughtful, bro. Go. Well, because I'm trying to. I think I'm done with humans. Oh, no, don't you fucking do it, man. Do it to him, Chris. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. You know what he's talking about. Uh, I'll go with the xenomorph from Aliens. Oh, Oh, damn it. I knew that was going to make you cream, too. Is that what you're going to pick? Uh, is that different from the alien? No, that that is yeah, that's alien. alien. Right. Yeah, that's what I was gonna pick. Oh, dude, so you got cock blocked twice on this one? Yeah, yeah, I did. A lot of longevity. <laughs> that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, I didn't draft. realize it until now. You go a little yeah. later. That's what happens. Sometimes you, know you get Peyton Manning. Sometimes you get Ryan Leaf. Baby, that's how it goes. All right, that's Joe life, Doe. dude. <laughs> yeah, Joe Doe, hilarious. Sorry, an idiot. Go ahead. Uh, scary, scary, and like uh, you know, somebody like hiding and it's like stalking them. Yeah. You know. Also, in just straight action sequences, they swarm, acid blood, all of them are formidable killing machines. Uh, what? Oh, right. They just... Almost put, worse. Hey, almost worse than killing you, you and to be honest. Bust out. Yeah. Yeah. They use you. Worse. As vessels to make more, which is fucking... Also, and it, and it is uh, inspiration for future... Like, look at Netflix now. This hive mind idea. I don't know if it and was I the first, wanted, but it's but it's interesting. And I did kind of want an alien in there. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Non-human's important, and a monster. You could yeah. have a monster in there. Because I didn't want to go. I didn't want to do like a whole. It's like the closest to horror that I was going to get. Yeah. Like I, I didn't want to pick straight horror, so that's why I went Lecter and then this. You know. Yeah, it's a. Just the idea of it being inside of you and, and just breaking through your chest like that is just—it's oh, so creepy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you see it like it's yeah. like working to get out, and, and the mystery of like what it's capable of and all that kind of shit is just. And the designers, when they made it, they said they wanted it to be phallic and vaginal, and I think Whoa. they accomplished that. That's I love nice. that sexuality. Awesome. That makes me yeah, I like that. It's always funny because they always it's always phallic. They're yeah. like, yeah, we wanted to be a dick, basically. Most of art roots down to that. But then totally. to double it up and be able to find something that looks like right. a dick and a pussy and it's scary, that's pretty that's Dude, a huge accomplishment. That's extra interesting because it's like, is it gonna fuck you or get fucked by you? You know what I mean? What's and it doesn't happen? even need you to a certain extent. It that's can true. fuck itself. And that's terrifying. That's terrifying. Something that's going to fuck itself and not need you, then where do you fit in that picture? You've been rendered obsolete by yeah. this monster, it's which like, you don't even look at as like evolutionarily progressive, but insofar it is self-sufficient. True, true. And for a guy who, you know, leans into his fucking capabilities, you know, what am I going to do? Learn to cook? That's important for me. I feel, I feel like my I company? don't have, I'm not good at household stuff, you know? I what I do. I make my bones boning. That's you correct. Know? You do. And, and now, me and you both. I don't have a job. No, no, I don't, I don't work. I don't I'm work. not gonna get hired. No, and no. there's no jobs for me. I ain't gonna work for someone. I'm not gonna be some fucking toy. I'm not gonna be some fucking tool. I was trying to finger it, then I was trying to jack it off. It didn't need me. What am I gonna do? Make it a lasagna? I had my hands like call up my grandma. I had my hands like this, and I ended up just doing it to myself. <laughs> I did myself. Um, so I got back at it by just fucking jerking myself off nonstop. That's the move. I feed myself cannolis nonstop. Mm. And I know I've been sad in my whole fucking life. And that guy from Seven's gonna kill you for that kind of <laughs> He's behavior. Gonna get me. He's frustrated, dude. He doesn't like that shit. Step it up, dude. Um, Chad. All right, it's tough to see my list through Aaron's recent creaming. Um, 
Because he just busted. Yeah, Aaron's blurred us all. all hey, we need goggles for the next episode, dude. If we do that, this again, <laughs> yeah, he just busted a fat load all over me. I'm like, yeah. what about my pick? Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with someone I just love watching. Who he won the best actor for it, and you got to go and you got to go into the corrupt cop realm, and you got to you got to shout my boy Denzel Washington. No, he just took it from me. Alonzo no, Harris no, from Training Day. Fuck, I wanted it. Uh, no, I just fucking love that movie. I love watching him. I love his acting in it. Bro. And uh, the corrupt cop is a scary guy. There's mm-hmm. tons of power in there, and he's mm-hmm. just like you know he's gonna get you. And um, it's a great pick. He's so many steps ahead. Iconic lines too. The outfit, the car, and dude. When his guns itch each other, oh, I mean, bro, when he's got the gun. The way he even just shoots, the casualness dude, when he's just like, bull, dude, bull, when he's shooting them both and they're shooting, he's like, yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> just like, and so he's casual. got one of my best things in a villain, where he taps into the benevolence of humanity when yeah. he when he fucks with that guy in the alley who's trying to f- have sex with a young girl, and he's like, you like to fuck young girls? That's your mo. So you're like, you're an evil, horrendous man. But you don't tolerate that evil. Right. You're only evil for your agenda. Yeah. So he's likable. Yeah. And he he in, he enacts justice. Yeah. Like a, uh, a a justice of mankind. You're like fuck, dude. That's so sick. So goddamn, that's a good pick. It's it's um, he's one of those villains too, where you want him to like you. Right. You're just so you're right. Just like, you're like, this guy's awesome. Yeah. Look, yeah. Ethan Hawke does drugs to like make him yeah. like him. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Get wet. He's like, yeah, herb. Chiba. That's a great fucking pick, bro. Angel Dust. It's a great fucking pick. Um, so yeah. So many and so in the original ending, he got away with it. And they had to oh, reshoot really? it. Because wow. they were like, test audiences were like, nah, this dude's gotta die. And then they, the way that they did it is which oh, get shot by scene. a million times. Yeah. In the jungle. And dude. you can kind of feel that those scenes were stitched together because when the when the dudes let him go, when he's like, I'm gonna put cases on all you dudes. It does feel like he's genuinely going to get away, and then he gets. And it's it's come up. It's interesting with movies when they do that, like with Anchorman. They got they like everyone loved the movie when they tested it, but they they let Baxter die, and that put their rating in like the fifties zone, which is like a killer. And so they they just had that quick fix in there where they didn't kill the dog. It's like those little things will just totally change the audience's opinion. Yeah. That almost makes me want to go with the dog for my last pick. Oh. But I'm not going to do it. Ooh, but I, I want to mention oh. it. And if you yeah. want it, the bad guy no, from no, no. Sandlot, no, the no, dog. No. That's good. That's good, though. That's good. That's good it was the name of that dog. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Cujo. But yeah. Hercules. Yeah. Hercules. But what do they call him? The Beast? The Beast. Yeah, that is interesting. All right. I'm going way off the reservation with this one. I'm going to lose it here. I don't care because I got to care. Here's the thing about what I'm talking about. I'm going with Richard Gere from Internal Affairs. <laughs> <laughs> now, He's a bad guy. I like the ground. Yeah, no here. one has seen like this, this fucking movie. I'll put it on your radar. Figus is the director. Andy Garcia is the hot-blooded uh, Latin lead who's in Internal Affairs, and he's investigating a crooked cop played by Richard Gere. Now, how does Richard Gere villains control things right yes. that's what makes them so scary is that they're they're in control of their environment that's yes. what makes them appealing and terrifying how does richard gear doing that in the movie by fucking yo bitch guy <laughs> has sex with everyone in the movie and he controls people through sexuality and he controls men through their sexual insecurities and he fucks 
everyone in the movie. Richard Gere plays it perfectly, which is funny because it feels like it's really in contrast to who Richard Gere is in real life, which is like a very gentle, uh, enlightened fella. But he plays it. The thing I like about this villain is there's no energy to it. He plays everything cold and still and low. And you can feel the burning rage and malevolence in him, but it it doesn't ever spike. He's in total control of his emotions. And he just just terrorizes everyone. And you're terrified of him. You're like, get this guy the fuck away from anyone I care about. And uh, yeah, it sticks with you. And I wanted to have a Svengali type in there. And so I wanted like a sexually evil character. Other potential pick in that category, Gabriel Byrne from End of Days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When the devil's hot. Yeah. The devil's got to be hot. Many forms. Oh, right. I forgot about the devil. Yeah. And the devil, you know, devils are good, you know. But I'm going But I'm going with Richard Gere because I think he personified it the best. So Richard Because well, he's just a regular, I mean, he's just a cop. He's just a sicko cop. And, and then he just they, cucks every dude in the movie. He invented yeah. cucking, basically. He did. And then you're right, too. Like an evil cop. Like when they well, have. I found out about it at 10. When yeah. they got the badge behind them. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's huge because they're supposed to be the ones protecting dude, us. Dude, one of the not. many luxuries of being boys with JT is you'll cruise into his place and he'll go. You'll walk in and be like, hey, what up? What's going on? He's like, well, hold, on, hold on, let me show you a scene real quick. And he'll have a scene queued up on his TV ready to just show you. <laughs> I did this to you. And yeah. he showed me this scene. And I watch it, and immediately you're like, you're kind of like, well, this is like, we're going out in a little bit for like drinks. He's like, yeah, but first we need to watch this. And he fucking shows me the scene from this movie. And it's so amazing. And I was like, dude, I need to see this whole movie. And I watched it, and he's so right. And it's a very, you have a very grounded list. This is a very good grounded list of like actual villains of like tapping into the, true fears of every guy basically you know what i mean these like, are all people who could exist in real life maybe except yeah. for anton Chigurh. but the other three yeah. the other three are permutations of real i appreciate that compliment no it's really oh, good it's nice. the weirdest thing and i ever so did true. is when i made john daniels watch the ending of six feet under before we hit the bars in newport it's a, <laughs> it's a beautiful montage to the song sia breathe me and it's every character in the show it shows their death and uh, tapping into that vital part of life that it's here and then it ends, it made me party harder that night because I was like, look, we're just here for a short spin. I want to make it count tonight at Malarkey's. And I danced extra hard that night. You went to Malarkey's after Daniels that? Do. <laughs> Daniels was super weirded. I was like, why the fuck did you just show this to me? You're a weird guy. <laughs> but he always gave me room to be myself. And then uh, we went out there <laughs> and then I tapped into my Richard Gear, and I... Um, I had sex with someone's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kidding, 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 kidding. With a cop's girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, those are the villains that have the toughest time watching because it's so closely where you're just like, it's sort of like your worst, one of yeah, your worst fears. It's incredibly vulnerable. It, yeah. yeah. And it's like, those are the scenes where you're just like, it's, I, I, I can barely watch it because it's just so, you, you, that's just something you just don't want to, you know, it, it's those and like parents dying. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not even touching that. It's emotionally grimy. Yeah. It's yeah. tapping you into, it's like you're in therapy. Yeah. You're like, it feels like that movie was born out of like someone's like tape yeah. and therapy. It almost like you're watching it and you're like, it's like muggy in here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't feel well. Like yeah. it feels. Yeah. Just gross. It's gross. And then you go out to the world and you're like, am I that guy? <laughs> I remember when you showed me a movie, you're like, check out this movie. It's a mom dying. I was like, I just left. I'm like, I can't handle this shit. Yeah, what movie was that? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Chris Kelly's movie. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, what was that called? The Jesse Plemons one. Other People or something yeah, like that? Yeah, I think so. It was that a good, was movie. good movie. Good movie. I love Jesse Plemons. Not I fun. should watch that. Not fun. Him and Bradley Whitford, right? Yeah, who Wally also Shannon? plays a great villain in a movie. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah. No, 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 
no, I'm not picking it, but it's an honorable mention. Billy Madison, one of the best douchebag yeah. villains of all time. He's so that good. And then balls? his shirt. He flicked, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. I love weird. that actor so much, dude. <laughs> He's so fucking good. He's in so that. good. He's so good. That, dude, that's a great pick, but that's not my pick. I lost my draft on that one, but to the two people who have seen Internal Affairs, I won so hard with them there. Let me tell you yeah. what. An honest man's pillow is his integrity, and you have it, my friend. You will sleep well tonight. I'm going with Freddy Krueger. Oh, we, no one did horror. You got to do I horror. I got to go horror. And we've talked about control a lot tonight. And when you're asleep, it's a state of the closest to death we become when we are out of control. And when does Freddy Krueger take control? When you're in sleep, mm. your dreams. Nothing terrified me more as a kid. Now, I have. I feel on my list I have more dynamic villains that have a code and everything. Freddy's just a psychopath, but he's also fun. Yeah. He's also very fun. And the way he kills you is horrifying with those fucking claws in the broiler room. And he's referenced in so many things. I feel like he's iconic. So uh, you guys did take two picks that I really, really wanted. But... Uh, and JT went grounded, so I had to go Freddy Krueger here. And capturing you when you're in your bed, your most he lives in state. your nightmares. Yeah, and, yeah. He, and, and he, mean, tortures. he He lives doesn't in just your nightmares because it's not just killing. It's not like uh, Jason Voorhees just walking in and macheting yeah, your head off. One note. It's like it's like I want to fuck with you in your dream before. Like I want to. I'm gonna make a meal out of this. Correct. And then you see the killing. I remember dude, as a the kid, deaths are so horrendous. They're so horrendous, dude. It's they're just like so... blood spraying everywhere. You're like the blood spraying out of the bed. I remember looking at it as a kid, being like, "Oh, I see the. I saw this too young." Yeah. yeah. He looks so too scary. scary. Yeah. I couldn't. He looks so scary. I couldn't watch the movie. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I'll have too many nightmares over this. Correct. Film. Gone to Blockbuster, Freddy Krueger, and the Halloween. No, not Halloween. There's the one with the the nails all over it. oh, oh hellraiser hellraiser yeah, yeah he's terrifying, terrifying. I, could not, I could not even look at those covers yeah that. that's the thing you look at the yeah. covers that terrifies Wait, you yeah. dudes dudes should we go one more yes dude, yes we bro, go i go never gonna there's too many villains still yes. on the table dude yes <laughs> Yeah, cream, cream. I'd like cream. it noted that this was a list of four. I'd like it noted, but let's get one more round. There's too many good ones still on the table. There's a ton we haven't even mentioned. Dude, there's yet. so many sick ones. That's the thing. My yeah. There's so many sick ones. My this is appetizers, appetizers, dude. All right? Wait, so that we means I go back to back the, to start. You're still right, up, hold on. Let me look at my list. Let me look at my list. Let me Dude, everyone just jumped on their. I know exactly. We're not all texting our fucking GFs, dude. Don't worry. I was like. I was talking to, you know, it's tough talking to Reggie because you're talking to Becca about it, you know, and I'm like, it's just so mad. Like my honorable mentions list right now is like 40 deep. There's honestly some top, there's like some first round picks that haven't For been sure. mentioned yet. Well, that's the, cause, and that was the thing. Like I was like, if I, I could pick, there's a lot in like the huge tent pole, like franchises yeah. Yeah. that I didn't want. I didn't want to go one through four of those. Yeah. Like I wanted a well-rounded list. Yes. I did the same thing. I went yes. like with my ballast up top. I'm like, okay, I have like an archetypical villain everyone else is um, you start to play around yeah yeah it's, and it's like i wanted yeah you just want some variety but now but now you know i feel like we all have pretty well-rounded lists that you can kind of go in any direction bonus you can, round yeah you can go with some of the heavy hitters dude we might have to go six picks on dude, that, that's actually, dude. Oh, i would appreciate that because i picked i'm fucking around right now i'm fucking around i'm fucking around we all love 
Pixar. No, I was gonna pick this. Sid. I was gonna. Yeah, that little evil fucker with his braces. It's uh, like, it's like, is that like the most satisfying comeuppance for any villain yeah. in a movie, dude? Where you're like, yes, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Get freaked out. He's a bad like, kid, dude. Yeah, he's, he's bad. bad. He's like, like, but also, what's wrong with him? We all tortured our toys. We did. He's a torturer. Right, but then you also knew. But then you also knew the kid who did it too weird. You know, like, whoa, dude. I don't like the way you do it. Yeah. I wrote down a note for Sid. I said the first school shooter. I no. said, yeah. Dude, that's amazing, bro. Most people, you know, they point to real life examples. Amazing. I was like, Sid was the kind of agent. Let Sid kill some that. toys, dude. What a, what a name, too. And Sid, yeah. Sid. Sid. And his braces, dude. Yeah. He you guys know he's Sid. Sid. know Sid. Slightly Sid. older. You know what? It's genius because he he's aged out of toys. He sees them for their disposability at that age. Our friend Andrew Johnson's uh, ID photo looked like Sid. No way. Oh, right. <laughs> the sweetest did. guy in the world. He it had none did. of that. Uh, he- when he uh, sadism in him. Well, you know when like some people when they have braces, like it feels like they take up more of their face than yeah. other. It's their defining. I mean? It's their personality. Strider made that joke sophomore year of high school. We ran into a friend who had gotten braces, and he walked by, and Strider said, "That guy's got way too many braces in his teeth." Don't only have forty braces. Teeth or it's also it's also because Andrew like didn't like I I smiled different when I had braces. You know what I mean? Because I was conscious of him yeah. and he was like Shame. like not at all like you're yeah. getting my you're getting all of them rubber so bands, more power rubber to bands him for yeah. for just letting them fly because uh-huh. i was too embarrassed to um, <laughs> might have to me? get six on this one is it me next yeah oh I was, we said it at the top the honorable mentions is gonna be too much fun well so if, if we did six you would have to do another pick no now. no no. i just did my back-to-back oh okay cool, yeah, right, I did, cool. that was my back-to-back that was his, yeah. yeah we can decide after the fact we don't want to tire people out but it's it's on the table is yeah. it you is it to me? Yeah. Oh, oh right. shit. Fuck. That's, then, right, that's right. That's oh, right. right. Take right, your time. Right, take your right, time. Right. We all need a little more time right now. We all need a little more time. It's very fun. There's a lot of stuff here. Aaron's creaming over here. I'm looking at Aaron. Dude, I hope oh, I... Yeah. He, he, oh, it's unreal. Dude, I think I might have... Oh. Dude, we've you know hit what? every iteration we've hit. I got to honor myself. I'm just going with like low-key... You can have fun here. Weirdo yeah. villains. I'm going... Yeah, I'm not trying to win this one. I'm trying to... Just say what's up to how I look at villains. <laughs> I'm going Edward Norton in Primal Fear. Oh, nice, baby. Nice. Double. What's his name in that? Uh, I forget. But so, what's again, Richard here? So what, 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 what's so creepy about him is the murder is terrifying. He's a sick puppy, right? Yes. But yes. Yes. Edward Norton brilliantly plays though and it was his first role too so it's got that christoph waltz quality that's edward Norton's first role a dude oh his introductory yeah. role to the he people. came out of the gates hot he went to like yale he studied acting with ron livingston paul giamatti and leah schreiber Jesus. then he goes to work for his grandpa's uh uh like multinational company in japan thank you realizes he wants to be an actor first role out of the gates gets nominated primal fear Guys, just preternaturally talented. Dude, the, it's so fu- it's so cool hearing the story around like the the everyone went like Matt Damon, like all the sort of up and coming actors that are like the role in Primal Fear. That's the star maker right there, and it, it's like everyone because you get to play two it. roles in one. Everything it's a reversal. It's it's yeah, range because yeah. he has so he's like a split personality, and one's yeah. like a very meek, like stutters over his words, and then he's got this other like psycho. But you don't even know about that till. You don't even meet the other personality for like a while. It's all in the turn. It's a little bit. Yes. There's another villain yes. we could mention now that it's all in the turn. Yes. That's like a, a quintessential kind of villain thing is he's playing you 
the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. And then there's yes. the Aaron. Aaron's his name. Is right. the is the softy's name when he's in his split personality. And it's another Richard Gere movie. Richard Gere can Baby, baby, let's go. Huh? He, but there's something inherently more role, moral yeah. and anti-moral about Gear. Yeah, well, because he's playing a sleazy lawyer, but he's a good guy. And then there's this scene at the end where he's like, Oh, so the bad guy of your multi-personality was never real. And then everyone looks at him and goes, and he can't go back to jail. He's already been named innocent at this time. So he's just gloating. And then he goes, no, Aaron was never real. And you're like, dude, he fucking played us. Mm. He yeah. fucking played us. So and sick. That, so sick. It's and a great making twist. you believe and want to save this sweetie when you were just feeding that to us to get us on your side because you knew deep down we were susceptible to that. I love it. I yeah, that's it. extra weasely too. Yeah. He's fuck, a man. Dark, that's bad. He fools, he fools everyone. Yeah. Yeah. He's a dark little fuck. Um, and Edward Norton, one of the best actors ever, I think. So I'm glad I got him on my list. Uh, this is another pick that I just, I love this character. I love this movie. I love watching, I loved watching this particular actor play this character because he, I don't think he's ever played the villain before. He's always kind of the hero and uh, he just did it so well. And he had such like an evil, like uh, just, he, he was a dandy, but he like had this very, specific evil delivery great pick that i just uh i think it's just so rewatchable it's monsieur calvin j candy played by leonardo dicaprio yeah Django. yeah yeah real piece of shit dude, that's his great te- his yeah. teeth oh they're dude. all brown oh. he's like like he, he and he would emphasize words and he'd show his teeth Ugh. and uh yeah he's just like i i just i just love seeing i think a lot of you think watching it is that you saw that Leonardo was just having so much fun playing that role. And ballsy, dude. Like ballsy. going for broke on yeah. some like tough lines of dialogue. Dude, yeah. Oh. I, I, like, I, I can't even quote the lines. Uh, you know, no, you can't. We thought you no. and him had run off. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, be hell of a note. Yeah, yeah, be hell of a note. He's like, where is my beautiful sister? And he's yeah. like, there she is. Woo! And you're like, what, dude? Yeah. And dude, when he rubs blood, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That like, scene is like, I do. I well, he really, scene. he really cut his hand. Yeah, and like, yeah, stayed. It's kind of it. fucked yeah. up because he yeah. rubs. That's actual blood. Yeah, like his disgusting. real blood. Yeah, it's a little yeah. fucked up. And she's like old school acting. Yeah, just like abusing like, yeah. your co star yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Little Brando. He's like, I know where you are on the call sheet. I can do this. You're three <laughs> yeah. down. It's art, lady. Like, you just rub real blood. That's your fucking. Like, that's so gross. But it took your star meter up a few thousand. Yeah, but they kept. Hey, they obviously it was the best take. Dude, yeah. You know, and it works in the movie. He's like, if you take your hands off that turtle shell tabletop, Mr. Pooch is going to lose both barrels of that sawed off. I can't even say it. No, you it nailed both it. Both barrels of that sawed off. Yeah, I got jumbled. It. I got jumbled. No, no, no maybe you, you, you I, I didn't hear jumbled. And, and he, and I didn't he, hear jumbled. And that was a safe line. You got a show coming out. It Quote tasted like jumbo. Put another line. Get yeah. Yeah. Do it. Uh, <laughs> led to the gif of you have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. Oh, dude. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get that one once a week, and yeah, it always works. Dude, and he's yeah. drinking like the mai tai and like the coconut shell drink, and he's eating candy all the time. And he's a he's a francophile. He's like, yes. And then uh, yes. Um, um, Christoph Waltz's character, he's like, the he's dentist. like, oh bonjour, and he's like, he doesn't speak French. Don't speak French around him. Yeah, no don't belittle him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah don't yeah. make him feel inferior intellectually. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And dude, it, it, to Quentin Tarantino's genius, like just placating on that whole southern culture like tapping into that culture and like yes. the the fragile ego of it and all that is just so genius dude. yeah totally. and it's so good and yeah to the 
the evilest thing you could do is possess other human beings. Yes. So to have a character, to have a, yeah. someone on your list who does that, it's like, in terms of job description, even more than like assassin or anything else we've named. Yeah. That's like, right when you read it, you're like, huge piece of shit. Yeah. Massive yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. Um, He's like, sun is up and it's shining on all of us. All right. Should we go six picks? So you get two here or should we cap it? Maybe cap it. Uh, cap it. Let's cap it at five. I think I just want to have one that's really fun. I wanted a henchman, you know? Smart. Uh, somebody who's not the main villain, but just one of their underlings. And my favorite henchman has <laughs> probably got to be... <sighs> there'll be one that'll be in the honorable mentions, but I just think she's so cool and hot. And that's Zenya on a top. Bro, oh, Goldeneye. Dude, great. Goldeneye. Oh, Goldeneye. That oh, was good. very hot. Very that was hot. the pick of the draft. That yeah. was, that's a good dude, pick. That's a, hor- good that's pick. a horny pick. Yeah, it's, it's dude, totally. She kills people with sex. It's, yeah, exactly. Dude, cool dude, I busted my it. first load today. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, a real answer. cream. I don't know anybody. Like, she had such an impact on my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Because you also, you're watching and you're like, it's not a bad way to go. And she's like, hey, I'm going to kill you. But this is how I'm gonna kill yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna. Like, I'm gonna I'm be down to try. I'm gonna like, squeeze you so hard during sex that you can't breathe and die. I would love to die that way. <laughs> and the yeah. way she's screaming when she's doing it, like it's a little yeah! girlish. Where like they look like they're getting off on killing you. Yeah, which by the way, Amy Dunn. That's a good one. She's a great villain. Um, but yeah, just yeah, <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yes. oh, so good. And she so just good. every time she she gets her. She gets her legs around Pierce like twice in that movie, both times. She's like, oh, fuck. She does a good job of fighting it. This is a finishing move. She's just enjoying it. Little precursor to jujitsu, too, hitting that triangle body lock and just. So you gotta love that. Yeah. For sure. And that's also why I appreciated it as an eight year old. Yeah. You were well versed yeah. in jujitsu. It's good moves. Early it's nice. on. Yeah. All right. Should we uh should we do some honorable mentions? Yeah, this is the most fun. This is why I'm like, let's keep it five. Some big ones. So Agent Smith from the Matrix. Correct. Yes. Correct. Uh, Magneto. Magneto, amazing. Yeah, it's just it's yep. so tough with the ones who have also been in franchises long enough to where you've seen them be the good guy like ten times. Yeah. Right. Like Loki. Like Loki's great in Thor and Avengers, but he's yeah. been a good guy for like yeah. eight you know, years now. Yeah. Speaking of uh those movies, I'm glad none of us did Thanos. No, I think in my mind Thanos. the most overrated bad guy oh, in no history. Thanos. I really and, like and Thanos. also not he was never scary to me. Like whatever they did in like the cosmetic design of that character i'm like i'd seen other bad guys in marvel movies that freaked me out more than him where i was like he's just like a big purple guy like yeah. he's like kind of jacked but i was like I, the, like the hulk looks more imposing than yeah he does. i disagree but uh, you know go baby uh, go well i like but i like his introduction because at least in in infinity war because he just goes toe-to-toe with the hulk it just beats his ass like he just blocks and punches and you hear the hulk go like and it's yeah. like, oh, I've never seen that. Like, this guy's formidable. He's also smart because, like, whenever he he gets himself out of a couple pickles, you know, at different times, like and he one does time have, where he just yeah. launches missiles against all of his own guys because he's getting fucked up. You know, he's got a code. Yeah, I people, was gonna say people, his code. It makes people sense. People believed in his just philosophy. Yeah, yeah. I, his I, it philosophy. didn't resonate with me as neither with me. It was too dr- like draconian or not. And I like how Thusian. I like how dramatic he is. You know, he says shit like, "I hope they remember you." Yeah. You know, like it's he's he really Brolin does a good job with the voice yeah and then the I, saw good, very good, yes. I saw a good comment on the hulk fight where they're like when you're playing someone who button mashes 
Right. Yeah. And he's just call. and he's and he's just like he boxes knows his buttons while the Hulk smashes. He's a little more technically. What about that? I had one that I, I wanted to pick, but I just didn't know. If, yeah, I, I I chickened out on it, but Aldous Snow from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. So you're a rom-com bully. The, the, the guy banging your ex. I just like him. Well, that's the yeah. thing. I just like the character. They got to yeah. even consider him. Yeah. 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 Jason Segel has the best line. He's like, you're so fucking cool. That is so good. And then he just looks at him just like, he's like, oh, it's a dark Neil Diamond. He's like, exactly. Yeah. It's so good. And then he's like, he's like, I thought that you and you and Sarah and Rachel could, you know, kind maybe. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I had the sexual competency. What about the T one thousand gift? Oh, T-1000. none of us. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of a huge. I thought about that. None of us did that. I, I thought I was going to do that instead of Sid. You know what? Coolest villain, like, and the liquid metal idea is so great because so you just don't. You're literally thinking about it as you're watching it. You're like, I can't figure out a way that you could actually, yeah, destroy this character. And Robert Patrick, great casting as that person because he feels a bit robotic, mm-hmm. but. There's something like impersonal about it that kept it off my list where I wanted no cre- creepy humans. Well, see, that's, I, I like it. I, I like it, it as like the too. pure killing. But machine. it's very good, and it's, it's and it so looks good. fucking dope. And, and they were also, never able to top it in later Terminator. No. And how do you top Arnold? Arnold's amazing, and the fact that it tops Arnold is amazing. Yeah, incredible. and they didn't try to go buffer, which would have been a mistake. They're like, no, let's go mistake. another direction. It's like, it's like sleeker and like it just. It's smart. Uh, it's all. It's all. Yeah, it's it's all. Smarter. It's all melee it's weapon. It's just knives, which is like yeah. it makes it so like he just stabs a bunch of people in gnarly ways. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude, Johnny well, Ringo from Tombstone. Nice. Played nice. by Michael Bean. Super yeah. weird pick, but uh, John Hawks and Martha Marcy May Marlene. Dude, I thought about that. No one like Svengali cult leader. You totally believe Oof. he could control people's brains. And the scariest part was, uh, after I saw that movie, I dry heaved. Because it, oh, yeah. it gave me such deep existential willies. On that note, period piece, which I didn't put on my list because it's not fun. Amon Goth, Ray Fine, yeah, incredible list. But I'm like, this isn't fun. But he's so truly he's, evil. Yeah, he like he it's like doesn't bad. even know. There's a scene where Oscar exactly. Schindler is like tells him like that like there's power in pardoning people like when they make a mistake and he's like a super evil Nazi who like just murders people for messing up the smallest of things. And he like tries to do it. Like you see him like practicing in the mirror and then he does it to a kid who like messes up cleaning something. And then as the kid's walking away, like bullet rips through his head. It's, yep. That scene is so brutal. Scene. So you, brutal. You actually, you hate that character so much in the movie, but you also feel bad for him because you know, he like, there's a part of him that yearns to feel all these other things that humans feel, like in terms of forgiveness and benevolence, and he's just completely yeah. incapable. And he's a Nazi, which helps a lot. Mm-hmm. Two, two more Ray Fiennes ones. Um, Voldemort. Uh, Voldemort. Yep. Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great face. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he's so good. Ah, just like the way that he yells. The screeching. Just like, Incredible. And he's fucking, you can tell he's fucking weird. He's like, he laughs. He's like, ah. and, and reading those books, too, he's so like mysterious. You're like, who is Voldemort? What is he? What is he now? Like, you can't even say his fucking name. Yeah. 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 That helps a lot with villains when the other characters talk about the villain and they yeah. amplify just classic so sketch comedy. Here comes Charlie. Let's define the character and then let's have some fun. Um, yeah. Also, good villain, smaller movie, In Bruges. He's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so funny. Uh, Dude, I, I have one that I just thought of that I wish I'd picked because I think it'd be hilarious. The uh, 
the asteroid in Armageddon. I thought about yeah, that. That's because hilarious. there's the one scene too where it's like when they're like all set up ready to blow it up and then yeah. all the asteroids start hitting the smaller ones start hitting the big asteroid. Yeah. And then Will Patton has a line where he's like, it's like it knows we're here to kill it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like, so this thing has a brain. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm just, let me murder a planet. You guys are being <laughs> yeah. dicks. Why, why do you got a gun in space? <laughs> Dude, that's the best. In between uh, inanimate object and a human, the shark and Jaws. Yes. Oh, oh yes. dude. Probably huge. of like the animal villains. This is what I was saying was most like powerful. And the Predator, it's an honorable too. mention Predator because Predator is more interesting because it likes to hunt. Yeah. Jaws is just like this, obviously, nature, a force. Not quite as dynamic, but very villainous yeah. and very, it's it's just. It's like, uh, that's why I would like the xenomorph because it's got. Yeah. Well, there's also more movies, you yes. know, which I think. Which helps a lot. But we for said sure, Agent like Smith. the far as far yeah, we said Agent Smith. As far as affecting your life, like weren't you a little scared to get in the water after Jaws? Yeah. Is yeah. it Agent Smith's best scene when he's interrogating uh Morpheus? Yeah. And you start to feel like, wait, this dude's a robot, but there's human components to yeah. him. Like he yearns to get out of it. He's like, and when he's talking about the sweat, the smell. Oh, yeah, it, disgusting. Yeah. The the thing that hurts Agent Smith the most is just that the later movies. They're so bad. They're so, They're so bad. bad. Like They're I didn't so want to pick it because it's yeah. pretty interesting because he's a virus to also the Matrix. So it, it is interesting, yeah. but it's bad. But it's yeah, bad. but like I mean, all the movies, you know those later like, ones are such disasters. You know that like they like I was like, man, if who's just one, like he'd be he for sure would have gotten well, hundred percent, bro, hundred percent. I mean, he's sort of like it's it gives you a very clear picture of AI. And if they were to turn on us, like what they would be thinking and stuff, and how much, how much they just hate us, disdain for yeah. disdain, and like how, yeah. like the, for the human race, like how they're just so, you know, distanced from it. They're like, we just want to exterminate you and just be done with it. And what, well, and what a good he quality says, when villains have when they have yeah. like absolute disgust for what we are because you yeah. feel it as a person. Well, and, like, yeah, and, we are kind of pieces of shit. Yeah. And when he says like the first version of this was perfect. Yeah, but you guys couldn't. You, it didn't feel real to you guys. Yeah, we had to make it shitty yeah. for you to actually buy ah, into it. And right. you're like, "Fuck, we suck." Interesting. You know, like, yeah, I, I got another one: the demon in Paranormal Activity. Oh, <laughs> no, nice. no, yeah. just grabbing you and sloshing you around That's the room. Terrifying. Yeah, it's very yeah, mysterious. Yeah. It just makes noise. It just hits the. Thing. What about uh, Cyrus the Virus? Cyrus the he Virus. Was on my list. Yeah. I would even Caster Troy because you get. Oh yeah, he's oh, Caster face off because you know. get Nick Cage and Travolta playing yeah. them, so it's kind That's of a good. twofer. Yeah. I, my thing with that, I, I thought Nicolas Cage was better at both than Travolta. Yeah, but he's still good. no. Travolta is very good as the bad it's guy. It's just tough when yeah. it's tough when Nick Cage is. Yeah. is one of the best. I got one. Sean Bean in National Treasure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and try to destroy the Ian Emperor Palpatine. Oh, Very dude! Good, yeah. good call. Good call. That's a tough. Like you could have gone Star Wars having two Barnes from Platoon. Yeah. Oh, dude! Yeah, Tom Berenger. On, that one should have been on a list, bro. It was almost gonna be my list. He he's one of the yeah. ugliest of all the characters. Uh, he's a bad so guy. And he kills his own fucking dude. And he's so bad because it's the middle of a war. But I already took my period piece guy. He was gonna be my number one, but I would have got hammered for it. But. Yeah. It's in the middle of Vietnam as a backdrop, uh, horrendous, and he still has his agenda. And the scars they put on his face, yeah. great touch. I, I was surprised GT didn't pick this one, Bill the Butcher. Yeah. Dude, okay, so that was a really complicated thing for me. I didn't want to pick any villains that you liked more than the hero right. in the movie. And that was right. like a category you, I was yeah. thinking about doing. So I was going to do McCullough from Heat, and I was going to do Bill the Butcher 
from um, Gangs of New York because they're two of my favorite characters, irrespective of like good guy, bad guy. But to me, they're too heroic to pick them because I think in both movies, you're actually rooting for those guys more than their that's a, uh, foil. For that's sure. It's kind of true. Yeah. That's, that's, that's it's like a high speed chase. Yeah. I wanted to pick pure sickos and those guys are too cool and good at what they do to, yeah. they have an honor. That, that's the problem with both of them is that they're honorable villains. Yeah, you can't have honor. Chris, what do you got? I feel like you got something. Kaiser Soze. Yeah. That Another one that you referenced. That's yes. the one that I referenced with yes. the Ed Norton the, one where they're playing. The it. Yeah, yeah. They're playing. I almost went that over Joe Doe. John Doe. Uh, and the fact that it's, I mean, it's it's so iconic. Um, and Spacey's so fucking good in that And he's movie. a villain in real life. And all this stuff you hear about Kaiser. <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. It's like, dude, my mom's so funny. He's a bad guy, I don't know dude. what this he's says bad. about my mom. This is probably where I get my Svengali, uh, like, uh, interest from. Oh, because she... Mom would always, of all the actors, mom always said she thought the sexiest actor was Kevin Spacey. I know, dude. Sorry, so... But she also, she also like, thought, like, Al Pacino was really sexy. She thinks James you know? Spader's really sexy. <laughs> like the, she, my mom, mom likes guy, bad guys who are in control. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I yeah. love that. I got two... Uh, Bob Sugar and Jay Maguire. Amazing. Oh, that's a great one. Amazing. It's a great one. And then uh, Colonel Nathan Jessup. Yeah, oh, he's a good man. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. amazing. You can't handle the truth, dude. The way how still is that you can't handle the truth. Well, yeah. again, yeah, but like, likable. I, I could pick likeable. him because yeah. almost the villains in that are like the two henchmen guys. Correct. The one who gets the rocket in him, and then the guy who gets the the poison in his mouth. Like th those are the, those guys are the real evil ones. Which reminds me of the one that we thought from earlier callback is uh, Ravington and Patriot. Yeah, oh, Tavington. Yeah. Tavington, Tavington. Oh, is that Jason Isaac's character? Yeah. yeah. That's an incredible yeah. villain pick. No Longshanks that, from you either? No, no Longshanks. Long, no Longshanks, but, but but you know Longshanks, I don't know. But Tavington's just so bad. Yeah. On that farm with that stupid boy. Did he die? Yeah, did <laughs> he? Like, yeah, when you can't believe what level of evil they're getting to, you're like, bro, you killed this guy's son and now you're taunting yeah. him yeah. about it? Yeah, And then in 20 minutes, you're like, And he's so son? evil that even his own general's like, fuck this guy. Yeah, it's not what I, I'm ordering you to do. If I do this, I can't go back home. Yeah. Tell me about Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, Ohio exactly, bro. Uh, Johnny Lawrence in a yes. Karate Kid. Bro. Just the personification okay. of like Dude, white entitlement. But here's yeah. the thing. There's a whole debate about this. Because with the Karate Kid, it's like uh, Danielson steals his, steals his girlfriend. He bullies him first. on him he when bullies he's smoking him weed, first. just trying to chill. That's, he's already bullied him at that point. Look, I, I like these. But there's an interesting debate. I like yeah, it's yeah, like, interesting. Yeah. I, like the I call it revisionist history. Yeah. I like the wicked storytelling, but yeah. Uh, the Warden and Shawshank. Nice. Yes, oh, both yeah. of them. Both oh, of them also, are his teammate. I feel like connect, Nurse Ratched from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Oh, Nest. Nurse Ratched, horrendous. Horrible, horrendous. dude. Okay, driving got, people to suicide, bro. Just by yes, like, in lobotomies, horrendous. We got to mention the legend in his only villain part, Paul Walker, and she's all that. Oh, oh, dude. oh yeah, yeah, good. Bro, That's good stuff. Bro. He's a real cunt in that. Yeah. Movie. she might be a tight little jam. <laughs> one of the best yeah, lines of exactly. all time, dude. Been, ooh, dude, one of the best lines. <laughs> it's of also all even time. before that. I've I've seen you fool people to think you're some sort of god around here. <laughs> this is so good. So, so, so good, dude. Hot in it too. I, I've got two. The humans and King Kong. Does that make <laughs> yeah. sense? Yeah, oh, yeah. No, they're, they're all fuckers. Like, about the Jack Black one, the new one, or Jack no, Black's a huge piece of shit. People who kill him. I okay, don't know. Okay. Anyway, and also Flaming Dragon in Tropic Thunder. Oh yeah, the kid. Oh yeah, he's hilarious. Show Nuff in the Last Dragon. <laughs> that guy's cool. Uh, 
more henchmen. I got Mr. Joshua from Lethal Weapon, Gary Busey's character. Oh, yeah. Incredible. And then what's the chick's name oh, in Kill Bill with the uh Oh 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 Ren Ishii? No, the her underling. Oh, the, the girl from the crazy eighty eights. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Because like that's like oh, one of the best. Yes, the one yeah. with the ball and she the fights mace. before. Go go, yeah, yeah. Go go. Dude, yeah. honestly one of my favorites, and I might have picked it, but Samuel L. Jackson in Django. Bro, he's yeah. amazing. Oh my he's, god, he's, he's so he's funny. a little bit smarter than Leo DiCaprio, and you're like, you're like Leo DiCaprio's the showstopper, but you're like, you kind of feel like Samuel L's character is pulling the string. And Samuel L plays it so unabashedly. It's, it's unreal. One of my favorite performances. He's amazing. Ever. And it taps into the I culture of that, Jay. which is crazy. Dude, that movie's amazing. Uh <laughs> dude, total different note. Fucking Max Cady and Cape Fear, hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Doing push-ups so fire can't burn them. And the hilarious. voice, dude. The voice. Oh, dude. And when he dresses up as the fucking maid. Oh, it's so good, dude. You're like, <laughs> this, guy this guy is, is so campy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, um, Go ahead. sorry. Oh, another high school one, like Master Manipulator, Sarah Michelle Geller in Cruel Intentions. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was on my list. That was on my list. Hot, hot, <laughs> very hot. hot. Did you get coke with the little? Yeah, dude. Like, like, like and like and like just like ruining lives because yeah. it's fun. Because yeah, yeah. like I have all this money and I just wanted to see. I just want to watch all these people just get dude. like just destroying people for no reason. That's a great one. Um, and then my last one is uh, Ben Kingsley and Sexy Beast. Oh, oh yeah, he's man. great. He's great. Worst house he's guest great. you could ever have. Yeah, Dude, so, Ray Liotta uh, and anything. Rest in peace. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, got like you got like twenty. Go, baby, go. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Under Siege, very fun. Oh yeah, Under Siege. Wiley, weird role the harmonica for him. too. He's a good harmonica yeah. player. Yeah. Gollum. Oh yeah, Gollum Ooh, doppelganger. Better good. than Sauron. Good. Yeah, good. and sure. Saruman. Sauron's one note, all powerful. Well, because he's ever in a corporal form. You know what I mean? It's hard to. He's he's scary, but like he's never. Yeah, it's when he's got this. It would be scarier if he was running around like he is in the beginning with a mace. Correct. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Owen, Owen Davian, uh, Mission Impossible, Impossible. Yeah. incredible. I'll find her. I'll hurt her. You know what I love? No monologues. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't dress. He doesn't do the pageantry of most villains, where they're like, "So you think you understand my plan, but actually you're mistaken. Yeah, my plan isn't to control the oil. It's to control the ground where the oil is." And you're yes. like, "Oh wow." Well. Oh, and Davian's just like, I'm going to find who loves you and they're dead. And exactly. Like, Fuck, dude. Uh, a Morton Joe from Fury Road. Good one. Great. Good one. Good one. Great costume. Who's the guy that Dr. Evil is based on? Belfort or Belfon? Oh. One of the um, early Bond villains. No, That's like uh, the predecessor to Spectre. Blofeld. Blofeld. He's got to be a mention. Oh, Javier Bardem in Skyfall, too. Amazing. He kills yeah. him. Yeah. Well, I like I, I, like, I like when he hits on dude. But, but yeah, yeah, that sexual menace cool, is really like, nice. Where he's like, you're keeping your dude, you're keeping I, bod pretty tight. I got one. I got one. Val and Brink. I was gonna say that. Yeah. Yes, he Val and Brink. That. Yeah, Val Horgan. Yeah. Oh, and Brink, dude, bro. One of the most instinctive villainous performances. <laughs> that guy ended up being on the show. Again. That guy was on the show Beauty and the Geek, and he was yeah. the first like a uh, male beauty they had on there. Yeah. He's Val through and Is through. he really? 100%. He's again. Oh, those Brody. Lips, dude. Brody from Point Break. Cool yeah. villain. Again, he's in the Bodie. Bodie. Yeah, he's, he's, cool. he's too cool. Bodie. Like, he's like, he's... Bodie, Bodie, yeah, not, yeah, Bodie, not Brody. Bodie's soft. Fucked up Brody. Sorry, 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 sorry. Dude, uh, Joe, just claws. He's claws. Joe Doe from Exactly. Ivan Drago? Yeah. Sorry, sorry. I teased you. I teased you on that. It was crazy we didn't do any uh, rockier fighter villains, like combat villains. But oh, yeah. yeah, Drago's 
unstoppable. Which thinking of Stallone had me thinking of Lithgow in Cliffhanger, mm. which is just fun. It's oh not, yeah, 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 yeah. He's hammering it all up. But then also probably a better Lithgow villain, uh, Lord Farquaad in Shrek. Dude, Farquaad, he great name. Like it's like my favorite killer name. In some thing that's oh, the Denzel saying. movie, yeah. Fallen. No, 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 no. It's a. Uh, um, it's got. It's a ricochet. It's really creepy. Ricochet. ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet. He's good in that. Scar and Lion King. Oh, Scar and Lion yeah, and, and uh, fucking Tai Lung and Kung Fu Panda. Very good bag. <laughs> you feel for him. You it's feel like for him. I, like he deeply. He, he's actually one of my favorites, but I just I feel like it's too. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be on enough people that I, that I went a little bit more populous with it, but he's amazing in it. Uh, that makes me Russell Crowe in Virtuosity and then Russell Crowe in 310 to Yuma. 310 to, yes. But actually, maybe the Western. better villain in 310 to Yuma is uh, Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Great, great henchman. Yeah. Just yeah. squealing the yeah, whole time. Did, so did anyone, you had a henchman on yours? Uh, yeah, I did Xenia on the top. I think it was good it's to good. have a henchman yeah. on there because I, I was henchman. That's like, sort of an archetype too where it's like the villain with the code and then the more radical villain right below. Yeah. Him. The one who actually does the yes. violent shit. Yes. Oh. Uh, Emotep. Oh, yeah, here From we the go. Mummy. The mummy. <laughs> J.K. Simmons at Whiplash. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, bad guy, bad guy. Or uh, Kathy Bates in Misery. Incredible. Heard about she that. Terrorizing. Or uh, what's the other one? Um, Sexy-ass one. Sharon Stone. Basic Instinct. Basic Instinct. And then uh, She's also, not even a villain, though. She's just too cool. Just too <laughs> I mean, she I is. Sam Era, uh, Glenn Close, and Philly oh, Attraction. Yes. Another gal, the uh, bad lady from Major League. Uh, oh yeah, oh, yeah. that's owner. a really yeah, good you're one. Right. That's owner. great. She's a real asshole. That's great, that. and you like her. I think yeah. that's a... oh Koba from uh, the Apes movies. The Apes. I almost oh, yeah. chose Caesar, but he's like nah, he's a good guy. He's, 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 he's Bill the Butcher. He's the man. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're the guy in uh, Speed. Bill oh, Dennis, oh Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Hopper. Yeah, Dennis Hopper. Dude, Dennis and Blue Velvet too. And yeah. I think Dennis Hopper. He should have been on a list just because that guy had the manic intensity of a villain. Like when you look, some guys just look like villains, you know, like Kevin yeah. Bacon has a little bit of that, like in Rivers Wild, William Finchner, who dies at the beginning of Dark Knight. Some guys yeah. are just like, yeah, you're, you're a fucking bad guy. You're an asshole. Yeah. What's, it, what's his face? face? Oh, the guy Dorian who, from The Mask. That yeah. guy's great. Yeah. Oh, wow. The guy the guy who, uh, there's always time. Green Goblin. Oh, Willem yeah. Dafoe. Oh, Dafoe. Yeah. Doc sure. Ock, also a good one. Doc Ock, yeah. 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 All right. Another, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm done. What's up, Stokers? I'm interrupting this podcast to let you know once again that we are going on tour. We got a tour coming up this fall, September, October, November. We got dates already on the website. I'm talking North Carolina, South Carolina, New York, Nashville, Chicago, Hawaii, Las Vegas. We're coming. ChatJT.com. Get your tickets right there, baby. So, of course, brought to you by the legends at Manscaped. Manscaped, thank you so much for keeping our trims peeved, for looking after our hogs, for making sure that our dinks are looking fresh and clean because you got a dink. Yeah, you got a dick. And you got some balls under there. And you got... That was some kitchen disarray in the background, but I'm talking about the lawnmower 4.0. This is the best in the biz, guys. This is going to get your pubes trimmed safely, neatly, and it's going to give you... You know how James Bond always just looks good in movies? Well, you want your dick to look the same way as James Bond, and the only company that can help you achieve that is Manscaped. So get on the Manscaped train now. They're fourth-generation trimmers. I mean, these guys are constantly upgrading and just getting you the best ball trimming technology out there. Um, 
And they also have these new Boxers 2.0 that boost confidence everywhere you are knowing you're wearing the absolute best pack for your sack. These boxers are a game changer and features include the jewel pouch, a pouch designed to cradle your boys in their own special space lined with perforated performance fabric to keep them well ventilated. Is this heaven on earth? <laughs> More like heaven on girth. So take this micro modal fabric that's buttery soft and put it on your nuts with Manscaped and use the code go deep to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code go deep at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with code go deep at manscaped.com. Up your crotch game because once the boxers 2.0 touch your sack, you'll never go back. Oh, wait, Aaron has a mic. Okay. I'm going to lead off with some honorable mentions. Uh, I mean, thank God somebody mentioned Bodhi. Uh, talk about a, the most likable villain maybe in movie history. Uh, would have loved to see it on your list, but. We had some bangers out there, no, no doubt about it. I creamed a lot over here, guys. Nice. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah do you need watch a towel? Your step as you walk past me. Yeah. <laughs> we missed one big. Uh, it's hit me now. Mike Myers from Halloween. Sure. I mean, yeah. any of those horror. I mean, any of the horror guys. Horror. Pinhead, like you mentioned earlier. Um, oh, that's his name. Uh, uh, you know, you mentioned the xenomorph, but you gotta say that one of the more sniveling dudes in history is. Is uh, Paul Reiser in Aliens? Burn. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, great villain. The yeah. human side of it. Yeah, he's like corporate. Or you could even, you could even do Ian Holm in the first one. You know, the, the cyborg. Uh, you got the Kurgan from Highlander. Left out. Great uh, bad guy. Yeah. What's that? Is that's the Clancy dude from? Brown. Yeah. Yeah, who's in Shawshank too. Yeah, he's he's a creepy looking dude. Yeah, yeah. Does a lot of voice work on the yeah, Star he's on Wars shows. Ooh. Yeah, plays a bad guy like eight different times. He's, he's SpongeBob's boss too. Nice. <laughs> That's crusty crap. Uh, Travis Bickle. Nice. Protagonist oh. bad guy. I do like that. Yeah. That's like Clockwork Orange dude, too. Mm -hmm. Alex, yeah. Oh, that's a good call. Uh, you got Cyrus the Virus, Caster Troy. Thank you. Uh, Tony Montana. Also. Nice. Ooh, good call. Yeah, we didn't do a protagonist oh, bad Jack Nicholson departed. Did we say that? No. Uh, you know what? I thought he was too. Francis. I thought he was too much of a fucking, like, he did too much coke, and when he had the dildo in the movie theater, I was like, I'm no longer afraid of you. <laughs> <laughs> I like Mr. F Ray Winstone as a henchman in that. It was very good, though. Oh, yeah. Uh, this one's just from my from my top ten movies of all time. Uh, Henry Fonda is Frank in Once Upon a Time in the West. Oh, nice. Uh, mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Uh, in terms of animals, the raptors in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Ooh. So, so of, bastardized in later versions. But so. in terms of... Uh, the human animals in that movie, Wayne Knight is Nedry. Oh, great! He bad really guy. kicks the whole thing off. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, we did Agent Smith, Kaiser Sose, the Warden and Shawshank, Sergeant Barnes. Thank you for someone saying that. Damien from the Omen. Nice, a little kid, yeah. a little kid. We saw baddie. that in fucking Ocean Ranch. Remember that? Yeah, we saw the new one. Yeah, with Leo Shriver. Yeah. Before I mentioned Leo Shriver. Uh, Belloc from Raiders of the Lost Ark, mm -hmm. competing archaeologist. Really kind of fucking up Indy's dad. Yeah, he's just such a, you know, Indy could just kick his ass so easily, you know? But he never does. What about the blondie kind of from Last Crusade? Yeah, dude, dude that, that, that sexually yeah, awakened yeah, me, bro. She had some sexually awakened going on there. It's either that or Xenia for me, you know, Xenia. <laughs> Xenia, good call, bro. Good call. Uh, and in the video game, the AR 33. Uh, Shredder. Oh, oh, fucking dude. Very good bad guy. Fucking dude. Uh, Salazzo from The Godfather. He kicks that whole thing I off. thought about Godfather, but also kind of too likable, all those guys. 
Amadeus. Not, not Salazzo. I mean, Salazzo. Or, or yeah, tries to kill. Okay, uh, good call. Uh, I need right to I need, Salieri I need to from, from Amadeus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we got Colonel Tabington. What's Simon Moriarty Gruber, from again? We mentioned. Moriarty. Yeah, we Sherlock. talked about him. Okay, good. Sherlock Moriarty. Yeah. We talked about uh, Simon Gruber from Die Hard 3. Mm. Patrick Bateman. Were they protagonists? Yeah, I was wondering about that. From yeah. uh, protagonist, American yeah. Psycho. Too cool. Uh, and then I got all your yeah. picks. My brother had a great one because you want to say yours. I was the last Which honorable mention. Because I was pointing at like, t- I got chubby fingers, so I didn't know if you were talking about. I got great fingers. You're the nicest <laughs> fingers. You're the nicest fingers I've ever seen. That one. Ernie? Yeah. Ernie McCracken from oh, Kingpin, dude. Bill from, Murray from, where? <laughs> from what? Yeah, Big Ern. from Kingpin, Bill uh, Murray's character. Yeah. Big oh, yeah. oh my god! Oh, right. <laughs> right, right. Through the commercial. Sometimes yeah. I wake up in the morning and Big Ern's already there, and it's all these attractive moms. It's amazing. <laughs> and Shooter McGavin. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Also, had, uh, Bradley Cooper from Wedding Crashers. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very. There's god. a lot of good comedy. Judge Smales from Caddyshack is hilarious. Ooh. There's a lot of good comedy ones, but it's just, so it's tough. Uh, Office yeah. Space, what's his name? Oh, Lumberg. Oh, Lumberg. Lumberg. Oh, hell, Lumberg, fucker. He falls apart. It's amazing. And when he's talking to Aniston in the car, he's like, he's the personification <laughs> yeah. of evil. She's like, that's a little intense. Dude, yeah. dude, can you imagine being a part? Make sure you wear rubber, dude. What does that mean? Lumberg, fucker. The casting in that, the guy that says that at the party is so funny. He's so he's hair. Make sure you wear rubber, dude. The O-Face guy, yeah. Yeah, oh, oh. oh, so good, uh, guys. In terms of your lists, I mean, just amazing. Let me go back over them real quick. Uh, Strider, first pick, Hans Landa, right out of the gate, should be a number one, number one overall, amazing. Uh, John Doe from Seven, Hal Nine Thousand from Two Thousand One Space. Good list. Freddy Krueger, Sid from Toy Story. It's a great list. Wow, wow. Uh, then we got JT on Anton Shigura. Great. Yeah. Hans Gruber. Yeah. Iconic. We, we take some turns. <laughs> Billy Zane. That's a great one. Yeah, that's, a, that's amazing. He's grounded. He's grounding. I he, love that pick. He would have been available. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know. I was going to lose him. No one was thinking of him. No, I was, I was going to take Chad him. Chad was going to take him. Yeah. You better believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richard Gere in Eternal Affairs and Edward Norton in Primal Fear. Uh, then we got Chad. Uh, do you want to say just the Joker or Heath Ledger specifically as the Joker? Because uh, do I have to pick? Be I think you, I think you got. I think you should pick. That feels like Heath there's Ledger. been nine yeah. iterations yeah. of the character. I mean, I like, yeah. but that's I'd say so genius. I'd, no, no, you got to pick he, one. Heath Ledger. You lose no points. That is the best pick, though. Ledger, so. Heath that is Ledger. the best pick. If anything, oh. you're going to lose points by taking all of them. Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah, Jared Leto's Joker. Mark Hamill's. Yeah, that's in the movie. Although, this is good. Uh. So Heath Ledger's Joker, one. Commodus, two. Regina George from Mean Girls, uh, Ooh, three. Nice. Alonzo Harris from Training Day, what four. And uh, Candy in Django. It's so, a great list. Good list. Good, but I don't know if the value is all there. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you shut the fuck up? Yeah. Because I got to be political now. This is judgment time. Candy at five is good value. Yeah, yeah it's, it's true. It's huge. But like you said, I think, I think Sam, I've always thought since I saw the movie the first time that Samuel Jackson... He's actually acting his ass off in that movie. I think it's one of the best performances yeah, of all time. His, yeah, sure, I, think. I, I think yeah. Period. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, this is like on another level. Yeah. Uh, and then Chris won with Hannibal Lecter, which I hadn't even thought of, which is crazy because I love that movie. Huge. Uh, you could also have to specify, I guess, but everyone knows you mean 
Sounds of the Lambs for Sounds sure. Sounds of the Lambs. Yeah. yeah. Anthony and Hopkins. I mean, Brian Cox played. Brian it. Cox is good in in it, but it's Anthony Hopkins made. Yeah. yeah. And Manhunter. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the uh, guy who just died played him in the Hannibal Rising, um, the French actor. Uh, Darth Vader two. Darth Vader going two. I mean, that's what a list. Doctor Evil, the Xenomorph and Aliens, and uh, Thomka Johnson and Goldeneye. Just amazing. amazing, amazing list for all of you. Great job, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Um, I didn't think it was possible, but we have a three peat, guys. Chris wins again. No, <laughs> dude. Honestly, I thought it was gonna be Strider. Yeah, it's not- Bang. Strider is number two. Wait, why is it? What, what's the distinction? Because you oh, get, suck. Get the, mic, get the mic if you're gonna be spitting. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what's the distinction here? I, I thought I was locked in. I mean, it's an amazing. Like, it could be a one A, one B. I mean, it's it's that good. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's, I'm taking very little away from you. I just think Hannibal Lecter, Darth Vader, as your one two. It's Vader in the two slot, isn't it? And then you get Doctor Evil just for fun. Like, you don't really have a. You don't really have. You a like the versatility scene. of my brother's list. What's the fourth pick? His fourth, the Xenomorph from Aliens, which it's huge. Yeah. I'm sad, like but aiming. I knew I was going to lose. That's but I can feel Chad's sadness right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm, good. I'm more stewing from the shit talk. Sorry, I gotta get yeah, judgment time. It's I, a window. It's your, unnecessary. Your list is incredible. Don't get me wrong. Like, how right. are we at a point now pick? where we can call into question the subjectivity of the judge, Aaron? Are you and my brother just very simpatico in your worldview? It's entirely possible. Fair. That's <laughs> a very fair, <laughs> even killed response. Zero <laughs> defensiveness. You handled that beautifully, my friend. <laughs> Yeah. Once when the first time I met Chris, I was like, this is why JT and I get along. Because I'm like <laughs> kind of like Chris. Oh, there we go. So let's uh, go. That's very sweet. I think for number God, man, Anton Chigura going one. Joker. I think I'm gonna go Chad three. Yeah, that's, that's right. Even though I love JT's one and two for sure. Yeah, I went I went uh you took a Sean Penn. And I, I admire My it. last three picks were all Sean Penners. I admire it. I, I had to do it. it. They're beautiful, though. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants a picture of my psychology in terms of the evil side. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, that's... Not all the picks on my list are mine. Like, all of JT's picks are his. You <laughs> yeah, know? That's my personality. Yeah. Uh, all right. That was a fun one, man. That, that was, was really fun. That was crazy. The movie ones are... Villain might be my favorite one so far. I think so. Yeah. Villains are so fun. If you were to go heroes, it's not as fun. No, because there's real psychological specificity in the villains. Yeah. There's something weird about each of them that appeals. Dudes, that was crazy. All right, should we answer some cues? Let's do it. All right. That was amazing. Um, oh, dude. Yeah, I don't need to do political Sorry. moves. We left, out, uh, we left out Colonel Kurtz from... Great villain. Yep, yep. He's amazing. They had to shoot him in a low light because Brando got so fat. Uh, also, bad guy from Ferris Bueller, the principal. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I love that actor. All-time grill for a villain. All right, we got some great cues this week, guys. What up, bros? I just started training with someone I haven't seen in a while, and this dude is a beast. He needs almost no recovery and is smashing his PRs weekly. When I ask him how I can recover quicker and keep up, he suggested a vegan diet. How is this dude getting enough protein in? Part of me is jealous that he's crushing me, but I've also never seen improvement this 
this fast in their thirties. How can I, I ask him if he's natty or not? He puts off some intense energy. So I've been hesitant to ask. Thanks legends. All right. Try God, please. Me? No. Do you have something? Out of the gates. This is comparing despair, bro. Don't worry about your bro's gains. I'm happy that, you know, you're asking for someone who's making gains advice, but the fact that you said, I'm wondering if he's natty or not. Don't worry about your guy. Just go to the gym. Let it be your Zen. Let it be where you get in there and make gains on your own, bro. And then maybe, I don't know what your diet is, but that's going to be an impact. You know, what you put into your machine is going to be, is going to directly affect your output, AKA in the gym. So don't worry about it. What he's doing in the gym, just be your best you and, and, and gradually make your increments, bro. And look, I love more plates, more dates who basically exposes celebrities for doing roids. But I will say in my personal life, I've known a lot of dudes who just were jacked specimens and put on muscle easily and could gain muscle or gain strength at a speed that was hard to believe, but it was completely natural. It was their uh, stock that they were born with and then also the hard work that they put in. So I wouldn't be quick to question someone on that front. I would first just be inspired by what they're able to do and let that push you to hit bigger numbers. Yeah. But and then in terms of asking them, I don't even actually think that's, it's kind of a compliment, you know? Like I, I talked about it a lot. The time I beat up dad and then he sent that email and was like, JT, I think you're on roids. I took that as immense flattery because I was like, yeah, you would think that the way I rocked your ass. Yeah. Like for sure. The way I chucked you was powerful. He but, needed to send that email so he could control the narrative. Exactly. And I, yeah. I felt him being like, hey, you're on roids. And I was like, hey, or you could be a man about it and say that, you know, you got fucking pinned. Your hand speed's diminished and your base isn't as strong as it used to be. And maybe me, the young bull, is ready to take it to you just off regular steak and brown rice. But uh, yeah, I, I, you can ask him. I don't think it'll be offensive. Yeah, you can also do it in a playful way. But And also to your earlier question about how, I don't know, maybe there's vegan protein powder. Yeah, pea yeah. protein, like, you got all that, sorts of... Is that of, a thing? I think yeah, any diet is. can work. Look, everybody's different. I think we all come from different places. We all got yeah. different biology. I think genetics is a huge part of it, always. And remember when Trevor called me out for doing... When I actually was doing steroids, yeah. and Trevor was like the one who knew. He just he just kept looking at your arms and going, what are you on steroids? What is this? <laughs> and honestly, dude, what blows... And me and you would just look at each other and be like... Mm -hmm. <laughs> Your endurance, dude. Endurance steroids can't help with that, but like... You know, guys will put on more plates, but dude, if you can keep going for a while, and also with boning, that's tight too. But <laughs> your cardio, just keep working on your cardio, dog. You know what I'm saying? Dude? For just, boning, though, it's also know. cool if you can power clean your partner. I mean, that'll get you there. Mm -hmm. That'll get you. That'll get that'll get you in the room. But what's really going to be a wow factor in getting in the room for the second time? It's going to be your endurance. If you can hoist her into a powerbomb position with like minimal effort. 100%. It's a showstopper. 100%. If you can Boston tea crab her, but in like a loving way. Dude, what's that? That's going to be nice, dude. What's that? Yeah, what is that? That's going to be where your dong is up by the top tip of her dome and you're down by her dome. Basically, it's like a nice, it's like a loving 69. Oh, standing 69? No, it's on the ground. Oh. It's a pin move. It's a finishing. It's move. It's a submission. It's it's, it's a in submission. the sharpshooter kind yeah. of position. Yeah, it's a it's a finishing move. Your dong's got to be at a forty five degree trajectory at that point. Correct. So You're you gonna better be you better be rock. I, I you better be fucking rock solid. You know what's good for the standing wheelbarrow is farmer carry. 
Farmer yeah, care is a great man. Holding them up and then you just go into town. You gotta you gotta hold them up for a while. I've yeah. been Unless lost you bust for early. two straight minutes. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You, We're talking you about coming wheelbarrow. I guess I don't. I don't oh, I guess I don't have as good as sex as you. No, guys. you're a mish guy. You're like me. It's kisses and eye contact. That's yeah. what gets us over the top. Yeah, I, yeah. I go standing wheelbarrow just straight out the bat. I guess it's something to. You didn't watch Monday Night Raw towards, to aspire yeah, to. You know. Yeah, well, I'm because I'm what do you do now that you've done? Now that you do that. You've been doing that. What's next? We watch Home Improvement. <laughs> hey, show. man, dude, you watch HDTV good together? Show. Let's yeah. go. Dude, yeah. You make a good plan together? Uh, hello. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're planning a trip coming up? Uh, nutting. Thank you. It is so fun. It's the best, dude. Oh, we're going to visit your parents? Yeah, I'm there. Dude, when you cream after a wheelbarrow, right into the bucket. <laughs> still lost but this is interesting so am i dude <laughs> um morning wood woes greeting sorcerers of stoke and any esteemed guests freaking what up i come to you in dire need of counsel as i am currently facing a morning wood conundrum Ooh. i am a freshman in college and so far i've been having a friggin' dank time cali is tight and i've been doing well with the babes unfortunately unfortunately this consistent stokage has led to an uptick in morning wood you may be thinking how could this be a problem morning wood is legit However, every morning I have to get up and go to class at 8 a.m. while my roommate, whose bed faces mine, chills in his bed wide awake. This has meant that often my morning wood is preventing me from going to class because I can't get out of bed without constantly flexing my tiny bricked up hog. Consequently, my attendance is fucked and I'm not doing as well in class. To further complement this quandary, my roommate is an active homosexual who is smitten for me. So basically, it's a shit show. Whoa. On one hand, I feel like morning wood is a God-given right one of his great gifts and it's what I was born for, but it's also frigging with my GPA and that ain't chill. Dude, I'll tell you what's frigging with your GPA. G being all your all in your head, screenwriting, yeah. stupid shit, dude. Yeah. Your roommate, even if he wants to bone you, that's nice and flattering. The guy knows how to handle someone with wood. Just pop out of bed and be like, oh dude, look, I got a boner again. That's crazy. And then go to class. Yeah. The fact that this is preventing you from going to class. Yeah, it just shouldn't. Like, yeah. just throw on some jeans quickly. You know, it's the best you're going to do. Yeah. And just once you walk a certain amount, by the time you're out the door, it's going to be going down. Dude, pitch, either that, pitch a tent, or flip into your waistband. And, dude, yeah. that's what I'm saying. I sleep in my jeans three out of seven nights. Sleep in your jeans. It's not uncomfortable. It's actually kind of cozy. And then when you wake up in the morning, you text this belt buckle and you get out of bed and you, you handle your business, dude. And I don't know, find some time to whack <laughs> off, you know, make some time for you so that like you shouldn't be waking. And you know what, dude? We should be waking up every day with like a dude, rock hard one that doesn't go And down. we were all freaking stoked for this dude until he mentioned that his roommate yeah. was on the side. And yeah. then like you put us in a spot to, to uh, chastise you for the extra information that you should just be more enlightened to handle, all right? You're fine, bro. All right. Gross You're lack of maturity there, dude. What do you think your roommate? Oh, dude, you popped out of bed with a boner. Let me go suck it. Shut up. And dude, even if he moron, is into it, you moron. Even if he is into it, what's going to happen next? Like the fucking dude, even if he did make a pass, he just go, hey, bro. You smile and you say, it's not for me, but I appreciate the attention. And you move on. Yeah. It's dude. also like 7.50 in the morning for him, too. You yeah. know? Dude, I, 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 I got to say it. I bet his boner doesn't even rage as hard as he says. Yeah, you're like half chub, I bet. Yeah, dude. I bet you got a little tweener there, bro. Yeah. Look. You're a freaking tween. Just, uh, yeah. 
Yeah. What else is keeping this guy from class if boners are? Yeah, his you know? tweener. Like that's like this whole thing it, sounds. Also, made why is it affecting yeah. your GPA? Does isn't every class podcasted at this point? Just fucking watch the podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah all right, Jeffrey. The fuck Tubin. you talking about? Go yeah. jack off in the shower like we all did. Can you imagine if your son, if your son was like, "Dud," you're like, "Hey, why'd you get bad grades yeah. at Penn State this semester?" And he's like, "My roommate's gay, and I can't get out of bed with a boner." I'd slap my kid. Oh, and I'd be yeah. like, be a man, dude. Like, get out of bed with a boner and walk proudly to class and just, you know, destroy that essay. That's I'd, it. No excuses. I'd right angle his dick. Yeah. yeah I'd break his boner. I'd say, no, you don't have yeah. a problem. I'd grab and just. <laughs> and like, yeah. he can pee around hallways, dick wide. <laughs> Put a heavy kink in that <laughs> cock, dude. Um, bro shirt dilemma. What up friends? I need some sage advice on how I should proceed with this situation. So last week, the fellas and I went on a spring break trip and I was sporting my favorite party shirt. It's super dope button down tee, the flowy short sleeve type Tony Soprano style. Anyways, the boys were giving positive feedback and saying the shirt was dope, which got me fired up. And one of my friends even asked where I got it. And I told him without any thought, well, he got the exact same shirt as me the week after we got back. And my other friend sent me a pic of him wearing it the very next weekend out at a bar. Normally something like this would have little, no effect on me, but for some reason, this feels like betrayal. Me and this particular cat have quite a bit of beefs in the past. So maybe this just was just adding fuel to the fire. And I know this is a relatively unimportant problem to have, but I feel like I got to mark my territory. Should I, so should I address this shirt dilemma head on with him or leave it be and continue to rock the shirt whenever I feel like it. I actually think this is legit beef. Wait, I, so the guy wore the same outfit? He had a, like a fire new outfit that he was fired up on and then this other dude copped it mm. and is now rocking it. Making him seem like Look, it's only a problem because the other guy looks better in it. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, dude. No, bro. I think it's if offensive. the other guy didn't look better, come on, dude. I think it's still legit beef. I, I think, I don't know how you handle it. I just would make remarks. To right, because it sounds like they're not in the same, they're no longer, are they running in the same circles right now? Because it almost sounded like they were together and now they're separated if he's getting pictures of it from his friends. You know, if they're in like different areas. I'm assuming co- they're going to be in the codes. same turf. And I think right. a call out is warranted. I think it just, you know, like, it's not going to mushroom into anything bigger. You, right. just go, you go, hey, nice shirt, dude. Wonder where you got the idea for that. Yeah. You're copping my look, dude. How about, dude, always a good place to attack someone is on originality. Yeah. That stings deep. Just make sure you don't have like any um, wavering in your voice where you seem upset about it. Right. Like be very casual about it because if you're like, yeah, nice shirt, man. It's like, you're going to look. Wounded. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't look like that. You got to. I thought of a villain we forgot and it applies to the situation. Uh, a villain we forgot that applies to the situation, single white female. Oh, oh, Jennifer yeah. Jason Lee. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He's doing that to you, so be careful. It's weird. Strider, you disagree. I'm not quite as worried about it. I'm like, look, dude, flattery is the highest, or, or impression is the but, highest but tap, form of flattery. To, to, put, to counter, tap into your younger self, your 19-year-old Strider. If it was my little brother, oh, I'd yeah. be pissed. Yeah, or if you're in college and Joel started rocking the same look as you, I, be, I, yeah. I, I think that would I I think I would have got a call. But here's about the thing: that. this guy told him where it was from. He controlled it. The guy asked him. Yeah, but it's and also he told like, him. It's fool me like, once, fool me twice scenario, bro. It's also like, where's that shirt from? And somebody's like, wherever. It doesn't mean oh, I'm gonna go there and buy it. It's just like yeah, it does. No, it does. Exactly what it means. People. Why people, would I ask someone where their shirts from? If I would have bought the same shirt as you when we were working at Nordstrom's and you were rocking this shit in that, you would have lit me up. 
Dude, we've stolen each other's outfits our many friend, times. That's different. Stealing's different. We've stolen each other's outfits That's different. Because then they don't have a different it. thing. Stealing's different. What I think it is, and here's what irks me about it, because I don't totally disagree with you guys, but what irks me about it, and I'm, this is me hypothesizing, I feel like the guy who asked about the shirt, <laughs> this is totally me creating narratives, is like a nice guy and maybe more of a beta, and I feel like all their friends bully him, and he just like liked the shirt. <laughs> What? I know this is this is what? like a what, I, did this, I did this another time I did this another time exactly I did this one another time where and he's, I was and like, he's in a wheelchair and his mom's on dialysis and his dad just lost his job exactly yeah. right. no it's a tremendous amount of empathy on your part that's what I, I mean that. but I'm like I'm yeah. creating all of this but right. I'm also at the same time I'm like just be mature the guy's wearing the fucking no, outfit if he wears it to dinner on the same night then we're talking but if someone sent you something because his friends are sending it oh look what he's wearing Oh, look what he's wearing. I'm like, all you need to shut the fuck up, dude. Then we'll no, add a caveat. We'll add a caveat. This like, if this guy is like super pathetic, just leave it. But if he's, yeah, if yeah. he's a regular dude, if he needs or this, cool, bro, does he need up it? to cool, then like, yeah, just casually give him a little bit of shit for it. And that's like, yeah. the thing is he, does, he Here's can, the thing. He can call him out you, without making you, it a big deal. If you loved a song and it was your song. Okay. okay, I discovered the band. Yeah, let's yeah. say it's yeah. a Marshall Tucker band, Can't You See? And yeah, that's yeah. your song, and yeah, you discovered it. it. And then you find out two weeks later, Ferraro played that song for Amy Wallace. Yeah. So if, if I'm at that station in my life, I'm mad and I'm upset. But we're trying to tell these stokers to be better. And now that I've matured, <laughs> no, now that I've matured, now that I've matured, I would say the right decision is I'd go, look, it's okay to feel those feelings. I felt those feelings. That's fucked up. But guess what? You had a positive impact impact on your bro, dude, and that's tough. I, I, yeah, There's something he, about him learning the lesson of give credit where credit's due. That's true, and but I mean, he's not going to tell it to Amy. He What's he going to do? Hey, by the way, Amy, before we hook up tonight, no, well, you don't tell Amy, of course. No, you, you don't you tell. Go, but, you go to Ferraro and you go, "Hey, man, you're making inroads on my discoveries." I love that. I love yeah. that. A one-on-one -on -one conversation with the dude that has the outfit after the outfit. That's a great. I love that's what that. We're saying. That's a good call. I'm saying Have that talk with him. Call him out. I think it's well, almost call him out one on one. Don't be presentable about I think, it. No, I think I'm don't do it in front of the boys. Don't humiliate him in front of the crew. I wasn't even I saying. That. But sometimes you need the crew to to give it the. I think it almost makes it feel boring. Sometimes you do to, it if he doesn't listen do to the one on one. one that's to pull point. him off to the side and be like, "Hey, man, I saw you. Be like, why are you like this? Is weird." You're Whereas, like, you can do it casually in front of the group where it's like a little bit of no, a little bit of like check yourself, but then it moves on. I always but if lead you pull one it on off one. to the side. It's like it's like, hey man, I really need to talk to you about something. Like you bought that. Like that's making a huge deal out of it. This guy wrote an email. He's obviously making a huge deal. He's a, he's a young guy. That's what who we're Which dealing now, with. So, that's so, who we're dealing with. If we're immature, if we're being mature about it, we're not even worrying. But. Look, he's younger about it. I would say lead with one on one. Go, bro. A lot of, like, I mean, it's all ridiculous. A lot of guys sent me DMs of you wearing my shirt. I, I, I think my brother is right that actually doing it in a group, though, takes some of the, uh, but the stakes it, out of it. I don't know, but yeah. it leads with humility. Like, if you just go, hey, nice shirt, dude, I recognize it. And then it's like a little chuckle and then you move on. Like, where you just, it's just a little, like, a little like, hey, I see you. I know what you like, did. Okay. I didn't I appreciate you. it, but I we feel can you, move But on. you're trusting the group. You're trusting the group. When I, when I, well, yeah, what are they going to all do? Beat the shit out of the guy? Well, he could get hammered. Yeah, you could. When Andrew was going to wear. Not beat up, but like physically, but he could get like. No, up. I think, you no, know, they'll kill him. When it, when Andrew was going to wear leather pants and a purple deep cut V-neck to, to do swallows. That. He had so many transgressions against to, him. To a, to to a cowboy it. setting. And I had to say that in front of the group. 
right? You have 100% had to. But here's the thing. But isn't that, wouldn't that, it's group isn't consciousness. that too mean? Isn't that like it's too much? Shouldn't he have pulled him off to the side and like done I it said, one-on-one? Like I led with. And then Andrew would have been crying if it happened one-on-one. Like I led with, I'm creating a narrative here for this guy. And <laughs> that's a narrative that I do buy into. So if this is something. Yeah, you think this kid's like if radio. If this is something where this, yeah, exactly. If this kid ain't radio. <laughs> if this kid's more Johnson than radio, then yeah, hammer him. But we got to find a middle ground here. Chad, what do you think? Yeah, I think it depends on who the guy is. <laughs> I think if he's a nerd, yeah. I think if he's a dweeb. But isn't he a nerd? Who's going to buy a shirt I don't that their think, friend I don't, gets? You know what? Hey, dude, where'd you get your shirt? You know what? I have yeah. enough faith in the guy who wrote this email that I don't think he would have written this email if it was about a nerd. I think if it was about like someone who like was that. an underdog, I think this guy would have had the requisite empathy to understand that that's just the kind of person who does this sort of thing. I think he's writing about someone who How he, he considers his equal. How do you spell dank? Can I see that? No, yeah. and, and just that, going, well, I will judge it. How I'm, do you spell I'm creating a narrative around what this guy, what his home life was like, and he was raised by good people, you know, who Chris, taught him. This is what I do. Chris, this is what <laughs> really do. raised him the right way, and they taught him, you know, like. Like oh, it never punched down. You he know, he never said he never yeah, said first Baptist. He never said dank. He said super dope. Oh, okay, I, I okay, think okay, I okay. think he should add another piece to this uh, set. You know, add a vest in there. See if the guy comes in with a vest right. too. And and like, bro, see how far he would go. Yeah, right. That's smart. <laughs> you know what? Keep wearing the outfit as much as you can, and see if the guy wears it the same time as you, and he shows up, and you're like. What the fuck you doing, dude? And keep adding pieces to it, and then yeah, keep adding pieces. Get more information. Yeah, throw a cowboy hat in there. I think that's the right advice. Yeah, I think right. it, we yeah. tell this guy, dude, add more pieces to it, and if he still follows you on the second and third, we have confirmation yeah. that he is radio. Hammer him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, exactly. don't hammer him because yeah. he's not on the spectrum here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Get in. Get. Pretend to get an ear piercing, but it's not real, and then see if he actually gets one. Yeah. And then you just like be like, "Well, now you have that piercing, yeah, You're an idiot, dude, yeah, dude, good call. <laughs> get a, a henna fake. tattoo, you know, yeah." yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I dude, appreciate yeah. that you expanded it into a real uh, deep dive into I the try to into but, the reality of the people involved. And I think through our discourse, we came to the right thing. I think you guys are probably more right than I am, uh, but I have to I have to challenge here, and I think Chad. I think take it to the next level and see what happens. Then assess. That's a well, good move. You know what I think happened. I think I think that this other guy who wore the same outfit. I think he got daps. Someone's like, "Dude, nice fit." And he got daps, and then the guy felt totally. Sorry, his daps. Yeah, drives me nuts. Who's pulling more tail with it? Sorry, I said that to my dead guy's fiance. Who's pulling more tail with the outfit? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There. yeah, yeah. Be more appropriate and say just get more ass. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Um. All right. Good cues. Rock some wood with the outfit. Yeah. Pop yeah. a fucking boner, dude. Yeah, and get to class. And let it poke out of your boxers. Undo the button to the front of your boxers and let your boner poke out, dude. Dude, next time he wears the outfit, you should pants him. Yeah, dude. Oh, like Judge see my. I mean, I get it. Look, look. Honestly, you had us up until that thing, man. You had us. Well, you were empathizing, bro. I don't know. I think that's... It all sounds fun for that guy. You got to... Roommate is into you. You get wood all the time. Yeah, you're you're doing well with the ladies. Circulation's good. Yeah, just no excuses, man. Get your grades up. Um, or be okay with not getting good grades, but don't blame someone else for it. Um, yeah. Good call. But Point if that roommate of yours was wearing what you're wearing or emailed us about his morning wood, copying your email about morning wood, then I'd... That's alarming. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chad, who's your B for the week? Uh, <laughs> That's a great call. Aaron, you saw it from the beginning. 
My, my first beef is, uh, this is just a current one with myself. I, I wasn't getting mad at you for your hot politics on the on the judging. No, baby, I love you. Look, look, you know I'm a sick fuck when I compete. It, Chris does this, <laughs> fantasy. Come on. You know, sometimes I got to grab my ankles and just pull them back. You know what I'm saying? No, baby, you're a beast. <laughs> I was kidding. Anyways, uh, my beef is with uh, websites now asking me if I want cookies and then not giving them to me. <laughs> They're always like, hey, do you want to accept our cookies? I'm like, yeah, I do want your cookies. I never get cookies. I haven't gotten cookies once. And I'm like, why would you offer me a delicious pastry and then not give me cookies? And every website's doing this. And they're like, hey, do you accept the cookies? And I'm like, yeah, I accept cookies. Where the fuck are they? I get mine all the time. You get them? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Um, so, I don't know. Deal with that. Strider. Let's see. My beef. I've been having living life pretty nice lately, dude. I'm honestly, things are going pretty fucking sick. You got a nice bulge in those shorts. Dude, thank you. These are my golf shorts. I wear these golf shorts all the time now. It's yeah. fucking fire. Yeah, you got a nice mantle toe. Are you serious? <laughs> I heard that. Fucking yeah. And here's the thing. What's that? Yeah, what, is, what kind of... Is it's a camel toe, but for a man. Yeah. Oh. It's your penis and balls. I thought you meant like a manatee at first. No. I like, I, I yeah, just, they are fat creatures. It, it just looks like a inflamed gooch. <laughs> it's a burn. No, it's not a burn. That's 100% a burn, dude. <laughs> I'm not did a fucking you, doctor, did, but that's you, a burn, dude. Did you trick roast me, dude? Yeah, dude. You that, trick roast me, dude? You played the roast, that dude. That's so fucked up, dude. That was an unintentional <laughs> roast. You took us for a walk on that one, dude. We landed <laughs> in roast town. Now I can't unsee it. Dude, here's the thing. I was just in Costa Rica. <laughs> I was just in Costa Rica, dude. Great fucking trip, dude. <clears throat> but, uh, and this is a little too blue. I'm sorry, but I've got a bidet at home. And I really rely on that, dude. When I don't have my bidet, my b-hole betrays me, dude. So my b-hole is my beef of the week. That's dude. your villain, dude. That's a top four a villain, villain right dude. there, dude. Dude, I was, yeah, dude, my b-hole, I was looking to jump. Dude, let me tell you right now, dude, word to the weary. If you see me in a pool, I'm Aaron, I'm fucking cleaning out my butt, dude. So don't go near me, dude. If you see me in a jacuzzi, a thermal river, hot spring, whatever it is, dude, don't go near me in a body of water. The creek. A brook, whatever it is, <laughs> fucking Wait, and just a, a fucking liter, <laughs> liter of water just pouring on my b-hole. <laughs> what I'm saying is, I got hemorrhoids, and that's my beef of the week. That's yeah. real. Appreciate the share, bro. Chris, who's your beef of the week? My beef of the week is the new name for the Steelers Stadium. It's no longer Heinz. It's now Acrisure Stadium. Rough. Oh. Which is just, I'm a huge Heinz ketchup uh, fan. And Acrisure Insurance, I don't use them. And it doesn't sound good. Sounds bad. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty fucking lame. And I don't like it. Well said, dude. Yeah, dude. Disappointing. If you the ever... names are headed in the wrong direction with these stadiums. Yeah, yeah crypto.com. Yeah. Oh, dude. Crypto is a huge scam now. Is anyone ever talking about Everyone just... Gave their money away. What's going on with crypto, dude? I never got involved. It was above my pay grade. But I've got a yeah. I've got a crypto text thread. It's been dead for a while. You got we, a crypto text thread? Yeah, with some of my boys. I won't name their names, but we were stoked for a second. Is it valet bros or is it is it it's our boys? Oh whoa. I, I mean honestly, I think it's gonna come back. I've yeah. Every downswing ends in an upswing, but 
Thread's been quiet. Which one were you guys? Yeah, saying? but I think it, we I love, love we love XRP. New technology. Everyone hates on it. You like crypto until it blows up. Dude, my my beef of the week is a uh, a story. It's uh we have a friend Jay Farney, and he's an editor, and he was uh he got hired to edit a documentary about a, a trailblazing congresswoman who was the first of her background to be elected, and uh, she ended up ripping Jay off. Actually, she didn't pay him. Oh, really? And so me and Jay were editing a video together. This is years ago, but I think the statute of limitations is up on it so I can talk about it. And uh, he was complaining about it. He's like, hey, this lady never paid me. I said, hey, give me the phone. I'm going to call her and I'm going to act like your lawyer. So we call the lady and I go, hey, is this so-and-so? Hi, I'm representation for Jay Farney. You have $4,000 in outstanding payments. We intend on pursuing legal action if payment is not made immediately. She starts going back and forth at me. Dude. I did the worst lawyer impression of history in history. I lost my mind halfway through and I just start going, lady, pay him the fucking money. And Jay's like, dude, relax. And I'm like, I will, I start making threats. I'm like, I will put you in jail. Do you understand? Dude, she didn't back down an inch. She's screaming back at me. She's like, fuck you. Do what you're going to do. Come with it. Like she was like straight up, just toe to toe, throwing bombs back. We go at it for like five minutes. I hang up the phone. I'm like, huh, huh, huh. and Jay's like, why the fuck did you do that? <laughs> All I did was make the situation 1,000 times worse. But, uh, you know, noble attempt. And I appreciated the lady having that chutzpah. So that's my beef. Did lead. he ever get paid? Dude, I don't think she ever paid oh, him for it. And he man. put in massive amounts of hours and just shot a bunch He's of like fuck, BS. Dude. Happens too often, dude. But uh, when I was supposed to be cool and calculated, I was... Uh, yeah, but I like that, dude. I like that you got fiery. It was fun. But I just remember Jay was sitting across from me, and I just remember his face looking defeated. And I, I gave him the hand, like, dude, don't worry. I got this. When I was mid-scream at this stranger woman I, I never met. Uh, all right, Chad, who's your babe of the week? Are we doing babe and legend? Uh, you want to do both or how you want to do it? Uh, yeah, maybe let's just kick it together. Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Oh, kicking it together? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Which one do I prefer? I got to go with the NASA Webb Telescope. And if you guys have seen these new images, it's Very basically cool. replacing the Hubble. Whoa. These high-def images, like like the, the, the most, the clearest images of the universe that we've gotten so far, and they're amazing. And the one that they came out with, the first one, it was like basically the amount of sky it was is if you're holding a grain of sand at arm's length. And it's this full photo full of, you know, hundreds of galaxies. It's insane. And you're like, that's that's that much of the sky. That's that much of the universe. And um, they got they got galaxies like, you know, doing a gravitational dance. There's like four of them around each other. They've it's it's I'm very excited for what's to come with it. It's like it's I think it's really groundbreaking stuff. So excited to see what we've got in the universe. It also That's blows rad. my mind. My other, yeah. my legend was NRBs, no reason boners. The best. And I got a reason boner after seeing that photo. Hell yeah. What is it appeals to you so much about the... Uh, the galaxy, the, mm -hmm. the universe? Oh, the mystery. Yeah. What's out there? What's going on? You see a galaxy? I mean, we're just, we're but a tiny speck in our galaxy like not even we're just like this or nothing and there's 
trillions of galaxies. And what's free. going on? When you hear that arm's length speck of sand, and then I'm worrying about, oh, what did I, some issue I have in my life that's trivial. Yeah. Immediately puts it in perspective. Yeah. It's like, baby, let's just have some fun. Let's just be fucking chill, dude. Yeah. And the pictures themselves are like, it's like, whoa, that's it's, cool. That looks cool. They're magical. It's colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it makes cool them, designs. Do you yeah. know how bad I want to do shrooms with you when I yeah. hear something like that? And then like we'll that? just, next, when they drop the next uh, patch of photos, dude, let's just. Dude, dude, let's do it's it. It's mind blowing. Dude, I watched the Voyager documentary. Yeah. Carl Sagan's in it. Scientists are the best. Yeah. The enthusiasm that they have for the projects that they're working on is yeah. like they have this immense intellect, but they're childlike. Yeah. Like they're just so excited Gosh. by the discoveries at every step of the way. And like you'll hear someone talking about like seeing one of the moons off of like Saturn and the joy and meaning that they find in it is yeah. like so contagious. You're just like, oh, these people are the fucking best, dude. They just like love this shit. But it did make me think, I have a hot take here. I don't think there's aliens. Well, 200 million dude, stars, 200 aliens. million galaxies. I do, it's just you and me, asshole. That's it, <laughs> <laughs> That's it dude. We're just, it's just us, us little fucking idiots on this planet. And we are the only ones. And I think we like to think there's other things out there because maybe somebody's got the answers. I promise you. No one does. Everything else out there's ice cubes. It's fucking done. Rocks and ice cubes. It's just, we are the, it's hard to believe, but we are the smartest things in the universe. All of us fucking idiots right here. And that's it. Um, Jeff Bezos is the supreme being of everything. He's got the, he's the best the universe has to offer. In the world. (laughs) He's been divorced. Dude probably can't even bone that good. He's the best. I don't believe there's another Jeff Bezos out there. He does arms. He does arms. Yeah, he does. He, he does. does. Arms. Uh, dude, my freaking uh, legend and baby of the week's got to be my dank ass fiance, dude. We were just in Costa Rica, bro. We go on this bike ride in the mountains by Rincon Volcano. It's raining. It's the rainforest. It rains, you know, nonstop. It's raining. We're like, can we rent bikes? The guy's like, fuck yeah, bro. Pure Vida, dude. And I love that phrase. And it just means like, you know, it's all about being stoked. And we're like, look, I don't fucking bike ride, dude. Can we rent some mountain bikes? Is it going to be chill? And he's like, yeah, bro, it's going to be such a sick-ass ride. Don't worry. The jungle canopy will keep you from the water. But just be careful going downhill. We're like, yeah, of course I'm going to be careful going downhill. He's like, have fun, dude. So we overpay for these mountain bikes. We go on a ride, dude. The first, it's 11 kilometers. The first, which I underestimate kilometers. I'm like, those aren't as long as miles. We're good. It's fucking long, dude. It's all uphill. So we're exhausted, dude. We get to the halfway point. We're like, holy fuck. Then, but at least that's safe because we can't go fast. Then it comes to the downhill. Huge motherfucking sign halfway through the downhill. Quadado. Black diamond, dude. We never mountain bike in our lives. I asked the dude in the beginning, can we handle this? Gigantic thing on the middle of our path. Look out, dude. Fucking black diamond. Hairpins, switchbacks, fucking rocks, rain, everything's wet. You're riding the brakes the whole time. You're skidding, dude. So we made a deal, dude. My dang fiance and I made a deal. We go every little break of flat earth, let's switch who goes first because, oh my God, it just comes down to her turn where there's a fucking switchback hairpin turn through a motherfucking creek where you go, the creek can't be part of the path. It is. Dude, she fucking hits the brakes, does a good job of not going over the rails, fucking teeters, falls back, boom, rock to the chin, two stitches, total beast, blood popping out, dude. Oh, my God. 
she's a legend, has to go three more kilometers and bike back home with fucking blood pouring out of her face. Total fucking beast, dude. Didn't let her keep her from the trip. And the irony in it all is we're like, let's go intertubing, but let's save that for after that we were there for a wedding. Let's save that for after the wedding in case one of us gets hurt. <laughs> Smart. So, dude, what? Yo, oh, yeah. No, we didn't go intertubing because the rains were too heavy. They closed down the rivers. Yeah, you're there in tropical season, right? Yeah, it's, they call it the green season. Yeah. Dude, the feeling, I, I only know it on a snowboard, but the feeling when you look at your options to get down the mountain and they got the board up and all you see are black diamonds. The breath you have to let out when you know there's no other way down. Yep. It's a it's terrifying. It's fucking mud, trees, boulders, sticks, all switchbacks, and like lizards. And we're like, dude, iguanas. People would belittle me, like, look at that lizard. People are like, iguana, you fucking idiot. Be like, fuck you, dude. We both live They in corrected cities. you on that? Yeah. yeah. No, not even the people that were that like the locals from there. The of locals are always nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some tourists who went on a tour is like, it's an iguana. That's what that's when you like, hit him with the yeah, I don't care. Yeah. It's a fucking lizard, dude. It's a big ass lizard. So that's my beef. Oh no, that's my that's my baby legend. My dank ass fiance for being a champ. Chris. Mine is uh Reggie Hankey. He's a legend. Um, I had some travel issues coming back to the States. I needed somebody to, to, and he was a freaking legend, dude. He drove a couple hours to pick up my dog round trip, totally take care of him for a night till I got back. Really appreciate it. Also saved me a lot of time. And, uh, yeah, dude, he just, uh, at the drop of a hat, he did it. Um, and he was also coming back from the same trip, so I know he was jet lagged, but he was a total legend. And I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. And he's a good friend. We hang out a lot. Super funny. And yeah, let's go. He's a great guy. I rode over. He's got a great. He's got a great rower over at his place. I've been there the last two nights. Well, he, yeah, he mentioned that. So that you, that you guys have been hanging. Also, I saw a picture of you um, rowing, and like, you looked the form, the bod. You looked tan. It was really. I meant to I meant to bring it up because you looked really sexy. Thanks for bringing it up. That's nice. I had the Sly Stallone lip thing going on. Oh, did you? Like, um, dude, my babe slash legend of the week is my dank ass girlfriend. We went to Santa Barbara for the weekend uh, to kind of have a nice, uh, fun, romantic uh, travel time before she started like a new exciting gig. And after the first night, she wakes up. She's like, "My neck hurts." And I was like, how'd you hurt your neck? She's like sleeping. So I kind of made fun of her. I was like, uh, you know, I'm just being treating her like a bro. But still, playing hurt. Me and her go down to the funk zone in Santa Barbara. She buys a cute blanket for her friend who missed out on a girl's trip on picking one up. We're walking down the street and we just see these little like go-kart type machines. They're three-wheelers with the one wheel in yeah. the back. And they're like little open top, like uh, convertible looking things. And I'm like, oh, I got to do that. The guy there, super chill, doesn't give us a breakdown on how it works, doesn't make us show any kind of competency, just gives it to us. These things do 40, dude. Yeah. Nice. I get yeah. it out on the open road. It's got like a dirt bike accelerator. You know, you just twist the uh, the right side of the steering wheel. These things cook, dude. Get it out on the open road. Guy never warns me. Once they get up to like 40, they speed wobble. They got, <laughs> they got like, no, so it's like, Rrr. she thought I was doing it on purpose. I'm like, no, this thing's just not designed well. But she's totally cool in the pocket holding her cute dog, Gigi. Not just chill, chill, chill. And then she's like, let's take it on the pier. 
And then we drove through the pier, had a nice Bluetooth on it, and we're blasting bangers like hardcore hip hop and fun amp up rock. And me and her were just dancing, setting the tempo. And it was one of those vibes where like every stranger was waving at us and we were waving back. I felt like the mayor driving through town and she was just getting so amped and getting everybody else amped. And I was like, this is a nice moment, dude. So I appreciated her just being so down to try something and, and you know, excited to to get some speed in us. So that was fun. Hell yeah. That's nice. awesome. Nice. Um, good go-kart. Chad, what's your quote of the week? Uh, my quote of the week, I heard from my yoga teacher, Deanne, new teacher. It's better to journey well than to arrive. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> That's right. I'm uh, writing on my son's dick. Strider. Dude, Pura Vida, bro. It's fucking Costa Rican lifestyle. I love that shit. I almost got that tattooed on myself when I lived there for like two months. I'm not surprised by that, dude. I almost did it in two days. Like on the back of my arm, like right here going down. That's a perfect place for it, dude. They say it a lot there, right? Dude, they all do. Like they like almost use it or mucho gusto. No one says Donata. Everyone says mucho gusto. But like if you do something sick or they're like the perfect, I'm like perfect. Hell yeah. Makes you feel cool. No army in Costa Rica. Yeah, no standing army. Apparently the Nicaraguan uh, president's a psychopath in bed with the Ruskies mm. and uh, they want to invade like the northern province. That's what we were going to cost day. What? That's what the taxi driver was saying. I was. He's like, that's the fodder. Did he have his Maria running? <sighs> that's what they call their little Meter? money box on that thing. He did. He was talkative guy. I bought him a coffee, which made him extra talkative. Yeah. <laughs> Regretted or something. Yeah, big time. I had to pull over and pee, and I was like, "Do you want a drink?" He's like, "Coffee." I was like, "All right." <laughs> like cone leche. He's like, "No." I was like, "Whoa." Chris, what's your quote of the week? Um, <clears throat> mine's from uh, Nick Kyrgios, the dude who was in Wimbledon. It was during the final. Such a character. He was. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's he's a bad boy of tennis. Um, he was complaining about a lady who kept yelling during his serves. And he was talking to the ump after a, a set or a game. And he's like, she's fucking drunk, dude. And, he's, and the guy's like, I didn't see which one you're talking about. And this is my The one who looks like she's had 700 drinks, bro. Amazing. <laughs> amazing, yes. He's amazing, dude. Um, dude, my quote of the week ties back to my alien perspective. It's from S.S. McClure. He had a popular magazine in uh, the late uh, 19th century that helped jettison... Theodore Roosevelt to uh, fame and notoriety. And he's just a fucking intrepid dude who just got after it. And this is a great quote by him. There is no one left, none but all of us. Nice. Chat, mm. what's, your, what's your phrase that we forget after it? Aliens exist. Nice, dude. <laughs> Could be true. Could yeah. be true. Let's see. What are, what are my villains here? I got to do one from one of my villains. That's a Blink-182 song. I gotta do one for Aliens one exist? Yeah. Have you heard aliens, it? Dude. No, but that sounds like it's Tom DeLong. That sounds like yeah. Tom. Very Tom. Yeah. Oh, maybe uh, not getting after it. No, let's see. Maybe um, this is too lame. I'm taking way too long. This is super lame. Um, maybe just La crema. La crema. What's that from? That's that's uh 
Christoph Waltz and Inglorious Bastards. Dude, another good scene, another villain is the way they showed how Goebbels fucks. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. True piece of shit. Yeah. Joe Pe- Joe Pesci fucking in casinos pretty it's, amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the grunting. Yeah. The choice. So, it's, it's so amazing, choice to dude. grunt like that. Let's see when he gets just talking about fish with the chick and then he just gets, starts getting a peach out. Yeah, he's like, he's like the car. thing about mutton is you can beat the shit out of it for hours and it doesn't get softer. <laughs> he's just yeah. talking while they're just walking through a restaurant and then they just get into his car and he just sits there and just starts <laughs> and he just won't stop talking about like fish and like serving it. <laughs> Chris, what's your phrase we forget after it? It's morbid time. Let's go. Um, I'll do one from Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, it's my favorite line from the whole movie. It's Tim Robbins' character talking to the warden. He says, "How can you be so obtuse?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he's like, I beg your pardon. His offense that he takes to that is amazing. That's so good. All right, dudes. That was a great pod. That was fun. Behemoth pod, right? Almost three hours. I mean, it's a draft. It's a draft. We did go five. Yeah. We're excited to see. We're with the fucking boys. It's been a minute. Yeah. I'm excited to see the Barstool villain draft. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Got him, dude. Yeah. Give it to him, baby. Got him. Tell me. Give it to him. uh... Not. If you need advice, these guys are really nice.